Comedy never ages well. Not usually, no. Nah, some of it does, though. Blazing Saddles. Good stuff. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. Boy, that was riveting. <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your other host, Alex. <laughs> Scintillating uh, <laughs> cold open there. Joining us today, Joey Beatty enthusiast. Wow. You can keep it going. I'm Erica. Hello. Episode 101. It's all a downhill whole, from here. A whole new beginning. <laughs> okay, but before we do anything else, we had to get something out of the way. Okay. We're sorry for all of the weird mouth noises that our patrons put our patrons our patrons pointed out in the last episode cuz someone may have been gnawing on ice. Who could that be? I don't know. You know, I will say, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry for chewing on ice. It was That was my fault. However. How are we about to get blamed for this? I do, you know, we do record on three separate channels. And our editor could have, you know, hit I mean, some of my. If you have a problem with the way the editing hit, is happening. Hit some of my. You, you could probably. My channel. You could probably edit it. Excess noise. If you have a concern there. Or you could just not gnaw on ice while we're recording. That was my solution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I was being paid for this, Different that story. might be one thing. Different story But entirely. this is for fun. Right. No work's going into this. No. And we got the dog in the crate, so hopefully the weird noises will be at a minimum. The ball licking. The ball licking. Hopefully we will not have any ball Minimal licking. Minimal ball licking. No weird snoring or snorting. Because, yeah, when somebody said that didn't pick up, and I'm like, well, there's, yeah, that picks up. Yeah, so we're going to fix this problem for one episode. Next episode, we'll bring back all oh, the Oh, no, yeah, it's noise. just going to be exactly the same as it Yeah. Was. So enjoy this. Ice. Whilst you can. <laughs> Just get all the weird, like... Balls. <laughs> weird noises going. <laughs> oh, we're, we're doing poor ASMR now. Yeah, that's that shit-ass mm. ASMR. Mm. We did good ASMR last time. You know, thinking about noises, though, <laughs> or the complete lack thereof... Let's take a... Let's, let's, let's see how this transition goes. <laughs> you know, they have these, like, these really... Like specialized rooms where they test acoustic, like sounds, sure. right? Where they test sounds. sounds. Yeah, basically, like yes. no, if, he's right. No, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. It's just a very funny way. It, to it is. It. They test sounds. They test sounds. I, I guess, like the main point of it is, like, if they need, like, uh, if they're trying to really isolate, like, specific problems or something, and sure. whatever. I I really have no idea what kind of research is done there. But there's like this one room in particular. It's the quietest room in the world. Where you can like actually hear your own heartbeat. Yeah, like all your bodily noises. You because there's nothing else. And it something I I'm gonna completely get this number wrong, but I think it's like nine minutes. It's like the longest anyone's been able to stand being in there before they go insane. Yeah. Which uh, is that, to a higher plane of existence. I, I could tell you I'd I'd give up way before then because with my uh, tinnitus, having to hear that alone would be enough to be like, get me the gun. Right. It's been 15 seconds. I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, hey, I don't know. Noises. <laughs> the noises. tangents of noises. What do you got, Alex? 
What do I got? Oh, man, I got everything. I, I will apologize because I did not watch any more Spy Family. We were oh. on vacation. I'm a monster. Well, since we're talking about anime, um, I saw one that I'm going to watch. Now, I think way back when in the Toonami era of Dragon Ball Z and all that, you must have watched uh, Gundam Wing, right? Yes. And that was, I remember that being very good. I Gundam haven't Wing watched was it. solid. I haven't watched it since then. But. I would like to go back and rewatch some Gundam, you know, in the, in the nebulous future, because I remember it being a good time. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy giant robots. Uh, yeah, giant robots are fun. Giant robots and good. Big robot. Did you watch Gundam Wing? No. Of course you didn't. What a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it is, basically. You're right. I should try harder to insult you. <laughs> That's my bad. That's what people pay for. Uh, but I saw there was a new one that I guess like started whatever, four or five months ago or something, that there's only 12 episodes of. Uh, it's called Mobile Suit Gundam, of course. Uh, the Witch from Mercury. And I guess it's the first one where the lead is a woman. Ooh. And I saw a little clip, and it looked pretty cool. Are the fanboys mad? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Because if the fanboys are mad. You know I'm not going to hear like. No, no, no. no. Of course not. Because who could possibly care? But I will say, usually when fanboy mad, that increases my uh, want of watching or reading something. Yeah. uh, I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I just saw a clip. Animation looked cool. Music was really good. I was like, okay, I want to watch this. I do remember the music from Gundam being quite solid. Yeah, no, Gundam Gundam Wing was great, and um, I was actually looking up this other day, looking this up the other day because I was curious, you know, how people feel about Gundam Wing because you know sometimes like you see things when you're a kid and you know oh it's great, but then you grow up and say like, okay this is actually shit <laughs> this is dog shit yeah <laughs> um, but it seems like people actually really liked Gundam Wing. I don't know how it's compared to the other five billion Gundam animes, right? Because thousands of them. Yeah, yeah it's been never ending, but. And I've never watched another one. Um, and I think they all kind of have the same story, right? Oh, like sure. The, you know, a lot of political intrigue and the Gundams have been built to, re, you know, rebel against the nefarious Earth trying to oppress the colonies or whatever, you know. I think they all have pretty much the same story. I feel like I've probably, like, seen bits and pieces of it. it, it in that way that I've seen a good chunk of Star Trek The Next Generation, because it's like, if it was on... I'd be like, oh, I'll watch it. This is a good show. But I never oh, really yeah. sought it out. It yeah, was just, Generation was so good. It was really good. Um, but no, I, I was looking up like, you know. There was an eyebrow raise from across the table. <laughs> is that a disagreement? No disagreement. Okay. Yeah. We just saw a little, hmm, and I was like, hmm. sir. Bob's watching something on his phone instead I'm of participating in the conversation. not watching something on my phone. Looked like you were. Are you playing a game? No. Were you reading through your notes? No. You're on Reddit? No. Ooh, you're on the Slack. No. That's a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> Most of the time it would be a lie, but no, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what spurred me on to noticing this show was, <laughs> you know, I was reading about, uh, I'm just trying to keep things moving. I was just, I was reading about, um, it was like it came across some list of like the most powerful Gundams or something. Sure. And the Gundam from the Gundam Wing was Wing Zero, if you remember. 
And I had like totally forgotten all the plot and everything. And oh, you could put a gun to my head, and I'd be like, yeah. "I think someone's named Hero." And that uh, yeah, is that was the main character. I, I well, apparently the Wing Zero's like special power because all the Gundams have like different things they're good at, right? As you do. I, I guess the Wing Zero's special power is it was like it would interface with the pilot and feed the pilot like data of the future based on combat predictions pretty much so like that's pretty rad so basically it would be the 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 gundam would constantly be predicting the future to essentially make you unbeatable in combat and it was like yeah that sounds pretty powerful (laughs) yeah a little bit wasn't like was there a movie endless waltz yeah that was great too yeah that had some great music yeah now i'm gonna have to go back and like check all this shit out i need to go to bed tonight i'm tired (laughs) I stayed up way too late last night watching Critical Role. The solstice is coming, Beth. The solstice. The solstice? The solstice. What's the solstice? They uh, Mercer is uh, uh, apparently, which I greatly respect him for, he has built this world for his uh, players to uh, run around in and has been doing uh, such for seven years now? Maybe even longer? He's been streaming for like seven years. It's insane. And it seems like they're approaching this thing, and he's just going to blow it all the fuck up. And I'm very excited to watch. That's all. Hmm. And last night was kind of, they stopped right at, like, it's like, you played Final Fantasy VII. Remember when you're, like, hanging out under the high wind with Tifa, and you're Hmm. waiting for everybody to come back? It's like that last night before the battle, and you're having all those deep conversations. Um, I mean, I never played the original. So I've only played remake. Don't look at me I like feel that. Like, I feel at like least I, I played this. remake. I feel like I knew At this. least I played remake. Anyway. Maybe if someone claims to be a real fan, they'd play remake. Yeah, I played the original. Several thousand times. Fact check. True. Anyway. Anyway. Um... Yeah, it was kind of that moment where it's like you're just about to like launch into the final battle. It's that last save point where, okay, you know. Sure. Do whatever else, like, shit you need to do because people are going to die. Stuff's going to change. <laughs> you right there? Yes. We promised no weird noises. And now you're hacking. You're drinking That's, accept- Sprite. That's acceptable. That's acceptable? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a hack. It's a hack. Yeah, I can't it's blame him for that one. No, it happens to the best of us. So I'm very excited to watch him, uh, what ruination he's going to bring to Exandria uh, mm. next month. So, because they're taking next week off. Oh, time to fuck shit up. Time to fuck shit up. Let's go. You know, Erica. Gives me time to write some fic. I And watch Spy Family. There you go. I uh, took the advice I gave you on the last podcast, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I just took it myself. So I've I don't started, what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> I've started Resident Evil 4, and I'm oh. about four hours in, and I'm having a good time. It's a blast, isn't it? I did just get to... I am in my most hated part, though, and that's any part with Ashley. See? I, and it, been a, it has been a while since I've played the game. I don't remember, like, they were... I don't want to say few and far between. There's maybe, what, three sections in the game where you're like, she's with you? I wish she would just go. You're not a fan of the, just leave. the escorting? Are you in the castle yet i just i've just done the opening section of the castle i don't know how much you remember of the game but is she like like tied to the wall are you trying to get her off the wall 
No, there's no tied to the wall yet. I just did the part where you're like first enter. There's a shitload of enemies. You got to like turn some levers. Mm -hmm. You send her up to turn some levers. And of course, like people start pouring out all the, you know, all the doorways. I know what you're talking about. All right. Um, so I, I mean, I haven't been with her that long in terms of like or be really bad. Time. But you're already like, fuck this bitch. Well, it's like every single one of my deaths are actually Ashley gets like randomly hit one time by something and dies. Ashley gets ganked, sure. Well, one time, you know, uh, you fight like El Gigante early on. El Gigante. And yes. then you fight him again. You fight another one again a second time. Yeah, there's multiple uh, yeah. instances of El Gigante throughout the game. And the second time you fight him, Ashley's with you. And literally, if he grabs her one time, she dies. It's like. Oh, see, I don't remember that. I don't remember having to fuck with that with her. Oh, It'd yeah. be well, there's an option. So you get to a point where the pre- patches. Sorry, can't speak English. The paths branch off and you can choose left or right. So if you go right, you can just fight the El Gigante and you get some loot, whatever. Sure. If you go or you could actually just run away from him. But I want the money and the loot and everything stuff. And if you go left, there's like a bunch of zombies and there's two chainsaw zombie chainsaw zombies. I can't speak today for some reason. And you better get it together because I, you know, I'm useless. So, yeah. We're aware. Yeah, I know. <laughs> get that up on my shoulders and let's <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, come on, Erica. Let's go. Come on, Erica. Get it going. Let's go. So there's like two chainsaw ladies, and you know how the chainsaw ladies are. They one hit kill you if they get near you. Um, and a oh, million other zombies. I love those chainsaw ladies, though. Yeah. Oh, they're great. And and honestly, actually, because on the left side, you can just have Ashley hide in a box. That side's much easier, even with the two chainsaw people, because you just funnel them down a tunnel. Oh yeah, that's it's once, fucking. Once you know how to handle them, but that first time you hear that, and oh, yeah. you're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> um, it just takes like your entire goddamn clip to put them down. But I, uh, I want to do both sides because I want all the loot. So I did end up doing both sides. Sure. And but it's just that fucking El Gigante is so annoying and you know whatever. What There's a point later in the game where I feel you face two at the same time that is a massive pain in the ass. Oh great, I can't wait. That's a ways off though. Have you ever played it before? Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, I played, it. You, you I played, played it on, on the GameCube, GameCube yeah. and I played it. There was like a there was like a PS2 version that had like different stuff. I sure. Think, I think maybe the GameCube didn't have like Ada's campaign or something. I don't know. No, they may have come out with like a special edition because I've definitely played her portion. There was something on the PS2 version that the GameCube. Version I'm sure didn't they had have. there was a special whatever the fuck or yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I, I've played it a few times, but it's been a long time, so I sure. can't remember like every little thing. Been a long time. Why don't you remember everything, Alex? I mostly I appreciate your ability to like do something, like play something, watch something, and then immediately forget everything. Yeah, about it. I only retain nonsense, Bob. Oh, okay. If it's really stupid and unimportant, that shit's locked up in here. I mm. mean, nonsense is our brand, so yeah. Nonsense is how we roll. Reference the podcast. So, anyways. I've, you know, I, I enjoying know. yourself. I, I can't even remember how much I have left, but yeah, I mean, you know, I've got the Red Nine handgun, having a good time. Do you remember the Red Nine animation, the reload animation? Oh, Looks yeah. great. I love that game so much. I had so much fun with that game. 
If fucking Ashley would just stop getting killed, Leon, be having a better time. Leon, help! Help! Not as bad as Navi, but up there. Leon. Yeah, Ashley just wouldn't shut the fuck up. I hope they make her at least like make her do like anything in the remake, nah. just to not be so fucking nah. useless. Make her more useless and more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> whatever will annoy Alex the most that's what they're gonna do I don't know man I don't know hey I've got something semi oh, yeah. video game related that you'll probably actually care about Bob okay so I read Activision Blizzard is going to be forcing people who are work from home to go back to the office three days a week starting in I don't know march or something i don't i can't remember what date i saw mm-hmm. and uh i actually saw a lot of people like just being outspoken from within blizzard just being like this fucking sucks and well, because what's the reasoning what's the reasoning for it i don't think there is any reason i mean they can we do whatever just, they just want cause. It, but it's just like if i'm getting my work done from home and it hasn't i'm sure bob's gonna fly in with something here but I mean, <laughs> Bob's it, incredulous. What does it matter? What does it matter that I'm doing my work at home as long as it's getting done? I know a lot of places are trying to be like, oh, but the workplace culture. And it's like, no one gives a shit about that. Well, and I saw someone, I saw a lot of tweets that were summed up in one place from members of the Overwatch team, which is team four within Blizzard. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of people who were like, we shipped a game i mean not that it's really like a new game but overwatch 2 right we shipped a game work from home it's great we're doing great work why are you fucking with us and you know i think their point was is all this is going to result in is us losing people yes and maybe that's the goal i've seen i've seen some speculation that maybe that's the goal is to get people to quit to thin the herd oh instead of being like instead of actually firing doing layoffs just right right that's cowardly it's cost effective i stand by my statement yeah because if you don't follow policy they can fire you for cause without severance I, I think you're going to lose some good people, too. They don't care. I know they don't care, but still. No, I, I think this was, this was always kind of the tricky thing about people who decided during uh, the pandemic that they were going to move away from an office and, you know, be remote somewhere far away. Um, I remember uh, in my personal experience someone who wanted to do that and did and before they did they wanted a guarantee that you know their job would still be here so on and so that they would be guaranteed work long-term work remote and the company would not give them that guarantee they said you know it's never been a problem we do have remote workers don't see why we would change our minds but we're not putting we shit reserve, in writing. We reserve the right to change it. Yeah. Sure. You know, and um, I I don't agree with it in uh, uh, mass. Like, there are people who don't work well re- remotely, and that's true. 
there are people who really do a lot better in the office or, you know, whatever your workplace is. Um, but, and there are people who work really well remotely, you know, I, and I think it's really just laziness on the part of so, some of these companies um, to not want to not want to go through the process of like defining policy and making decisions on a case by case basis. You know, they they they're kind of looking at it from the well, it's just a lot easier and cheaper for us to say everyone has to come in the office. You know, or that the the exceptions to it are are um, are so exceptional that it's a uh, we can't lose them. We don't want to lose them. Well, in that it's like the 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 fringe cases are a very small amount of time. Not not being in a position where you're literally making a decision of whether or not this is going to work on it for everybody in the company. And I do, I do think there is some bit of truth to that in, you know, that it is a lot of extra overhead to have to, um, to have to manage a workforce that way. Um, that said, you're going to lose a lot of, you're going to lose really good talent, uh, because people aren't going to move across country to come back to an office. Well, I also read, you know, Blizzard specifically, I believe, is located in um, Irvine, California. And apparently this is like one of the most expensive places to live. Correct. So if not the most expensive. And, uh, you know, depending on how much you make and everything... If you, you know, have been living wherever, let's say, I don't know, fucking Iowa or something. Yep. And now they say, hey, you need to move to Irvine. Well, shit, are you going to cover my moving expenses? Are you going to give me a raise to compensate for the cost of living? Absolutely. I, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. And yeah. and from a, you know, from a selfish standpoint, from just looking at a game like Overwatch, it would suck if they lost talented people because... You know, if you go look at, like, I'm just talking about Overwatch because that's what I have knowledge of. If you go look at that game, the problem with Overwatch has never been the core gameplay. It's never been the things the development team itself really have control over. The problem, if you go look in what people say about Overwatch 2, they're always talking about monetization-related stuff. And that's not things that, like, the senior art lead has anything to do with, right? That's... Mm -hmm decisions that are made in a boardroom high up in the company that are just told hey this is what we're doing do it that's it you know like the guy developing the balance the people balancing the characters don't have anything to do with the monetization you know right yeah and um it would suck if you drove off the people who are really good at their job because someone's going to come along and be like hey you know come work on whatever game apex legends we'll let you work from though, home we don't care it's it's kind of we've talked about it before it's like well there's this i don't know if i'd call it a devaluing of like the artists but just with all this it's like yeah okay well if you don't want to stay we'll just replace you with like ai 
Like we don't need a uh 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 what do you dude i've i've i mean that's that's a tangent that's a tangent i've seen some crazy ai shit since the last time we recorded this podcast i saw something the other day where uh voice act this isn't related to this but voice actors were like they're being asked to like you know sign things that are like oh yeah it's totally fine to use your voice in this (laughs) no absolutely not no no, don't sign anything like that. That's just something that you need everybody just to be on board with. Like, do, do not do this. Yeah. No, I've seen um a lot of... It's like people, of course, it's all... You know, like I gave you the example, Bob. I showed you that one of Joe Buck calling the bombing of Hiroshima or something. Yeah. I think we listened to that before. We yeah, that. and oh, and oh. I've even heard stuff that's better than that. And even like much more, um, you know, what's the, what would be the term like derogatory or something like, and of course it's all like involving women, you know, like you, you, I think like, yeah, it's all stuff like you take whatever, you know, Emma Watson or something and you make her say a bunch of dirty shit. Right. And it's scary. Good. Like now today you give it a year, you give it five years Shit's going to be crazy. And this is not the type of thing you can scrub off the internet or regulate. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Like, like really, if, if, if it's five years from now and someone took a video of me killing somebody, I think my de- if I did it, they had me. I think my defense would be, I didn't do that. You created that in AI. That's, that's machine learning that created that whole video. I didn't do that. Oh, see, I worry about the flip. You get, like, police departments with this fucking kind of, like, technology. We've decided, oh, that's our guy. All right. We got it. Don't worry about it. Am I wrong? No. Why do work? Things are accelerating so fast. I mean, in five years, who knows what will be created? Nothing makes me laugh harder, Alex, than when people are like, oh, we're, we're charging towards this, like, cyberpunk dystopia and it's like motherfucker we we are there already (laughs) we are living in that it's only going to get worse um yeah it's 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 quote-unquote ai is really it's really it's such a it's like it's like watching a train wreck you can't turn away right but there, it's got the it's got so much potential to make some things so much easier that are m- like just monotonous, terrible tasks. But for some reason, all they want to showcase are the things like, hey. Let's make the computer draw something. Like it, it, it drives me because there's, I think about stuff like that I do in my daily job, mm-hmm. and the I've already would really help. Yeah, I've already been thinking of ways that I could use ChatGPT to, um, you know, help me get through some of the things that take a long time to do that are very repeatable tasks, but are hard to that are hard to automate in traditional ways because, you know, taking a, a Word document and making that into code is difficult. 
Well, that's the kind of thing that's like, oh, yes, this is what we should be using this for. Yeah. Not fucking artists out of jobs. How can we bilk people out of their hard-earned money? Well, I've also been reading, apparently, um, and, and you're probably going to start seeing a lot more uh, AI stuff in anime. Because, like, there was that one Netflix thing or whatever, right, that they put out there that was whatever. You know, I don't know. But the, I don't know how good it was or not. Oh, you know, I, I didn't, I I didn't really know. watch yeah. it, so... Um, but you're going to probably start seeing a lot more of that of, you know, quote unquote AI, uh, you know, drawing backgrounds of shows or something. And then maybe a human goes over it to clean up some, you know, rough edges or something. But you're probably going to start seeing even more and more of that because I've been reading how the anime industry is like, no one's making any money that I'm talking talking about like the animators and stuff like they're making nothing. I don't even know how they're living on it. They're making so little. And, you know, there's only more and more projects happening all the time. Netflix is just ordering a shitload of stuff. And I'm sure, like, you know, most things on Netflix, I'm sure nobody watches it and it doesn't make any money. And, you know, so it's like that's one of those industries that's very ripe to be taken over by this sort of thing. It just just comes... It begs the bigger question of, like, what the fuck are people going to do? But no one thinks of that. No one cares. You should fucking care. Be homeless on the street. Because people need jobs. But, eh, who cares? They need something. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, if, let's say, you, you automate everything. Jump forward. Follow the line. Jump for all the, you know, however far in the future. Robots now, robots, computers, and AI can pretty much do everything we need. What are you doing all day as a human? I mean, I know what I'm doing. What are you doing? Running. Running. I can only run so long every day, Alex. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy you being humble. That's cute. But that's just not true. Not even what are you doing? How are you paying to live? Because you need a job. And God forbid you mention like universal basic income. Like, you can't talk about that. What are you going to do? That that's the question, right? And fic don't pay for the uh, the bacon, unfortunately. That's the question. So it's it's a it's a tough because like I'm in I'm in a I think a pretty good space where like I'm far enough ahead in my career and I have a a good enough position where I'm at a place where I can like look at how I can personally use this stuff to augment my abilities. But what about like your junior programmer fresh out of school who doesn't have the business experience, doesn't understand the business needs. They don't, they don't know 
what needs to be done. They're just given a project and said, go code this. Now I'm going to give that to a robot. This kid isn't going to learn the business because they're not going to have anything to do. Like, it's it's just this really bizarre, you know, landscape that we have in front of us of like, what what is it? How do we keep? How do we keep everyone? You know, people have not just jobs but purpose. Sure. You know, and you know, a lot of people, um, very rightly, will say like, oh, you know, I don't live to work; I work to live. And okay, but if you you remove eight hours of your day. Eight hours plus your day, five plus days a week. You know, that's a gap of time you have to fill. And, I mean, you've talked about it when you were unemployed. Like, that's hard. I mean, you do get to a point. Well, being unemployed, especially when it's like you're looking for work, it starts to fuck with you because it's like you're you're applying and then it's like constant no's and it's just like, what the fuck is the matter with me? What am I doing wrong? And then there's the self-doubt spiral and the self-hatred spiral, which is not fun to to do. Um, I think it's a little different now because I'm home with the baby. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I have something to do. Right. Something to kind of occupy your time. I mean, nobody should just be sitting and staring at the wall. And that's, that's the unfortunate prospect of what, you know, this kind of heavy automation can, can do because there's at a certain point we are going to cross this line of like we're not we're not we're not hiring you know we're not creating new industries from uh you know from new technology and that that's just scary mm-hmm. and that's why you, you know you look at a lot of you know there's a good chunk of sci-fi out there that that deals with similar topics and it's it's really kind of frightening you know? i agree and you know? there's no solutions on the horizon no because the solutions really are things that people don't want or claim not to want at least from a political level are you know universal basic income and universal health care get it Right. Well, and you're missing the big one. Thinning the herd. If you if you cut the pop if you if you cut the population of Earth in half because you know, that changes things dramatically. Sure. Right? Now obviously I'm not recommending that. What you, you I mean your eyes lit up a little bit. You look. You got a little uh, Thanos. 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 Thanos Thanos was right. Thanos Thanos adjacent, if you will. No, like that. That is. It's a. It's a Thanos twenty twenty four. Thanos twenty twenty four. Thanos or Ron DeSantis. I rather Thanos. Thank you. He seemed more reasonable (laughs) in his in his first movie. He was the hero. He's not trying to make America Florida. So. (gasps) Anyways, um, a shirt we saw. While in Florida. Yes. So, but I mean, there's the, the problem, the, the thought 
the problem is that there is a there is a through line there that logically makes sense even if it's very inhuman and very cruel or like you know talking even even if you're not going to like go out and euthanize people like okay we're going to cut off the things that are more likely to happen are like okay if you're not very bright you don't contribute much to society guess what you can't have kids and that's something that could actually happen sure are we only have enough insulin for you know the contributors stuff like that yeah and that stuff that definitely could happen um and it, it i i don't think that's as far-fetched as people would think well, you definitely need to do start thinking of, of solutions to these issues because they're not going to go away magically on their own. Nothing ever does. Ice noise. Um, but not chewing. Not chewing, but ice noise. <laughs> and there's something to be said for like having, uh, like not being worked to death and having an opportunity to paint or to write or to do this, but you mm-hmm. do still need to be able to support yourself. I think there's there's always going to be that aspect of, well, what are you doing to earn your spot in society? Oh, me personally? Oh. No, I'm not asking you personally. <laughs> but I posted a fic today that got like 20 kudos already. So There you go. Look at me. Big shooter over here. Well, and if you're in certain jobs, you know, uh, I think about anything... You know, like, if you're the fucking CFO or something of a company, that seems to me like you'd be ripe to be replaced by a machine learning algorithm. Could be. You know what I mean? Like, what... Like, what do you do? do? What do you contribute? If your job is like, hey, I, you know, sign the checks for our workers or whatever, or I, you know, balance the fucking numbers or something. Oh, we could automate that. And there's if you, millions if you can, of dollars, right? If you can right. get to the point where the machine learning algorithm is smart enough, mm-hmm. yeah, you could probably be eliminated. Mm-hmm. And if that job just gets eliminated everywhere, what does that person do? Learn a new job, I guess, would be the argument. world needs ditch diggers, too. It would be funny if um, CFOs went before truck drivers. There's a there's a speculative fiction book for you. <laughs> Fantasy though, because that's never gonna happen. <laughs> I don't like the idea of automated uh, truckers and automated cars and shit. I just yeah, that just skeeves me. See, that's very. I know, and I know that's your position, and it's been your position for so for a long time. But it's just that's one that's bizarre for me because I'm all for automated cars. I think if every single car on the road is automated, that's when it can work. If it's 30 percent of the cars are automated, that human element is going to fuck things up. That's part of it. But I also don't know that I trust the technology. I mean, you've seen it with Tesla. I don't know that I trust the technology to be as as flawless as it needs to be. Well, I think the big problem with Tesla has always been that they call it a self-driving 
thing, but it's not actually self-driving. No, it's a child murdering thing. <laughs> I mean, they just shouldn't. <laughs> you just shouldn't. I mean, I don't know who regulates this type of thing or whatever. You shouldn't be able to call it self-driving if it's not. But, but because that's just causing confusion. That's why people just turn it on and wait. Well, to what do they call? They call it autopilot, right? Because uh, that sounds cool. Did you show Alex the picture that we took when we were in Florida? When we were going to dinner that one night? We were walking up to this, like, this building, right? And the restaurant we're going to is on the other side of it. Okay. And they had, like, this mural on the inside. Oh. And it was, like, what was it? Richard Branson and the Monopoly guy as, like, a thing. And we were like, well, that's kind of weird. So we walked up and we looked in the window. And what do we see? We saw that one and the one right next to it was an Elon Iron Man one. Oh, God. And it took all of me not to put my fist through the window. <laughs> Who commissioned those? I was just like, if I was doing business with this company and I walked in and saw that, I'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm good. Thank you. It was so bizarre, and I'm I'm trying to find it. And there was a third one, too. I don't remember who. It may have been Warren Buffett. but I'm pretty sure it was Warren Buffett, but I, I don't remember I don't remember who. what the... the uh, it was it was sickening, Alex. I was sickened. 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 Sick to my stomach. I can't find it. Yeah, that's weird. It was really weird. Well, like, you have this whole for rich people, there is like that idol worship kind of thing around them too that a lot of people fall into that trap. I understand that at all? Yeah, I I like, "Oh, look, an asshole got lucky." Like, okay. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, some of them, it's pure luck. I mean, Elon, it's like, you look at people like Elon Musk or Donald Trump. I mean, they were born into wealth. But you would have had to, Alex, you would have had to intentionally fuck it up. They, and I'm not, and I'm, look, I'm not saying like. We're showing Alex the picture now. Bob <laughs> found it on his phone. It's disgusting, isn't it? It's, it's something. Wow, if I'm Elon, I'd actually be upset because they really made him look like such a clown. It's a bad. Pi- it is a bad picture painting. Of the other too. two, it's like only like, okay. I see what you went for. The Elon one was. Is this meant to be insulting? Um, Imagine but, having like go to work and staring at that and, all day. And, and, yeah, and look, we've we've talked about this before. Clearly, Elon Musk has had a lot of success. So I'm, you know, what can I really say? Like, the guys, the guys winning at life. Whether I think he's a clown or whether I think Twitter is a fucking shithole right now or, like, different than our SpaceX and Tesla monumental successes. I mean, yeah, they are. You know, like, what can I say about it? I did say he was very, uh, very sad that Joe Biden's uh, tweet about the Super Bowl got more engagement <laughs> than his. I saw it, So yeah. he made himself, like, a, a, a special uh, special good boy kind of tier yeah on twitter where his so tweets now get promoted more his tweets get promoted and it's like oh oh thank you for doing that because now i will I d- assuredly never come back on your platform i did read the story where he asked a bunch of engineers or something why are you know why are biden's tweets getting more engagement than mine and they're like, they're like no one gives a shit about you anymore they're like well maybe sir you know we actually have the numbers to show you're not you're just not that popular <laughs> it was like <laughs> you're fired <laughs> i think that's actually if you're looking to get fired that's a pretty badass way to do it. Oh, definitely. No one I mean, likes you. Go fuck sir, yourself. Sir, here's the spreadsheet I've created of how you're just not that well liked. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I Yes, yes, I see that. Get out. 
That's what I was wondering. Does does Elon say you're fired, or does he have like some other phrase? Elon, he has his own dumb phrase. Does Elon that he fire says. you? Does he fire you directly, or does he do one of those where he like, you know, has the guy next to him lean in and he whispers into his ear, and then the guy next to him goes over and he says, "Okay, you need to go." He wants to be liked, so he a thousand percent does that. Yeah. He just wants to be loved. I think there's, I think there, I think there is that in between who takes all the blame. It's the old uh, Johnny Ace to Vince McMahon. Oh, you know, Vince really liked me, but ah, that Johnny Ace, he just had it out for me. Well, that, that, that was the problem. <laughs> that was it. Huh. <sighs> Alex, so you told me uh, before we started recording that uh, you felt that this season of the challenge was very analogous to Wonder Woman. Yeah, so, you know, and I know... Are you... Did you watch the latest episode? Yeah. Damn it. Did you? No. I got caught up in something else. It's actually... It's not even important. We don't have to talk about the final. That part of the final, anyway. Was that it? That was it. I mean, there's a reunion, but that was it. Who cares about the reunion? I was saying this. I was saying this. Well, I do. I tend to put the reunion out in the background in case anything interesting actually happens. But the reunions are even more overproduced than the show is lately. The reunions, they used to kind of just like throw them in there and let them go go a little bit. And this is the thing with these people. Like, if you have actual entertaining people, you just throw 10 of them in a room and you don't have to do anything. Like, they're going to go crazy on their own. It's just good TV. Yeah. Um, but now they're so overproduced. Anytime any actual fight starts to break out, they cut it off and they move on to the next thing. It's not, they're not fun like they used to be, the reunions, I find. I mean, who knows? Maybe this one will be good. Mm-hmm. But, no, I, in leaving out the final, I, having now seen the whole season, essentially, just feel like you know we talked about how they did the whole twist in the middle where it was pairs and then they put them into two big teams right we talked about this before i don't think you told me that but okay well uh, no worries to give you the basic layout of the season right they're in pairs the ride or die pairs Mm -hmm. and um they had all this they had this great like format going where someone would be voted in and there would be like direct vote and they have to go in and then the rest are pulling a dagger and whoever of the three teams that pull a dagger the safe dagger they then get to choose who else to save so there's all these various alliances going on and there's a luck component and you get to and you're like directly fucking people over well you guys both seemed like you were very into it and i was enjoying the show a lot when all that was going on and then they switched it to where they put all the rider dies separately on two different teams and the way it worked from then on separated you out from your rider die right Uh, yes exactly none of them could be on the same team as their rider die and so and they did like a draft essentially to get the teams like separated sure right and what ended up happening from the rest of the season was the the twist that they didn't know there was like a twist within a twist of course is that if one ride or die got eliminated from a team but mm-hmm. the other one was still in the game it was like a redemption house type thing where they'd be sent off and then if the person if their other ride or die lasted long enough to get back to the point where they put everyone back together in pairs there was like eliminations to get people back into the house. So like, I think there ended up being 
three teams where one of them was eliminated but the other one wasn't Mm -hmm. and so then all of them as pairs went into elimination or maybe it was four teams I think it was four teams they all went into elimination then and only I think two of the four got back into the house or maybe one of the four did or something no it was two of the four, I think. It two, was two of the four. Here, here is the issue that I'm taking, and I haven't watched, so well, I don't know. This sounds like you said way overproduced. Well, it's it's overproduced, but here's the thing: they had a good format. They should have just stayed with it, right? And I lost interest when they went into teams, and then once the whole twist was revealed, they put them back into pairs. Fine, whatever. But at that point, I just felt like the season had lost steam, and. It never recovered, and the final was whatever. It was nothing special in terms of, like, finals. Um, and I don't know. I just, it, it, like, I, I was comparing it to Wonder Woman because that's how, I know you don't agree with me, but that's how I felt about Wonder Woman where it's like, okay, this movie was, like, really good for two-thirds of it, and then at the end they just kind of, like, went off the cliff. And uh, oh, It's a fair opinion. And um, that's kind of what happened on the challenge, and... And maybe part of it is I didn't really have a rooting interest. Like, I didn't really care who won among, like, the teams that went into the final. It was like, I'm kind of fine with whoever wins. I don't really care. Um, but it just... Maybe it gets back to just just be simple. We don't was, need to do all this, like... Yeah. You don't need the twist within Every a twist season within doesn't a twist. need a twist. Just just stay the course. And, and you Especially know, if you've got a format that's working. And And, again, the core problem... Is and I think they had some new rookie teams that were actually at least semi entertaining this season. But the core problem is still the casting, and I think that's one of the reasons the producers feel like they have to work so hard to inject drama into the show because they keep bringing people on who just suck. And I'm not even talking about like competitively suck, I'm just talking about they're just shitty TV. Yeah, and you know, the two I always pick on. They're like my Nia Jax of the challenge is is Casey and Fessy. And they're just so boring. And they're okay. Like at the game itself, they're fine. Like they're both they both have like this inflated ego of their own capabilities. Especially Fessy thinks he's God's gift to the challenge, but can't win shit. But <laughs> now did he he string Nelson along once again? Did he fuck <laughs> Nelson over again? I don't think he fucked Nelson over this season, but given the opportunity, I'm sure he would have. Okay. Um. Oh, Nelly T. Nelly and, T was one of the highlights. Of yeah, the season. and Nelson and Nelson was great on this season, and I think Nelson has been of of people who have been brought in from outside the real world Road Rules family. Mm-hmm. I think Nelson's been a good addition to the show overall. Yeah. Um. And and I think the reason is is that Nelson. I think Nelson isn't sitting there thinking about how is this gonna look. You know, and, the, and it's like, I, it's the same reason I like Josh, you know, Josh is just reacting, yeah. right? And so is Nelson. He's just reacting. He's flying off the handle. He can't stop himself, right? And it's the people who can't stop themselves. Those are good TV. Sure. It, it, when you're, it's the when difference you're, between uh, the first season of the Jersey Shore where you've got these maniacs on here who aren't famous yet. Yeah. Who are all just... Yes, Crazy the people. first season of the the Jersey Shore is like amazing. Th- that was the same thing. They just threw those people in a house. They said you have to stay together, yep. or if you go out, you have to be in groups. You're gonna we're work not, together. Yeah, you're gonna, we're gonna you're night. gonna stay together. You're going to terrorize each other. Yep. And the show was very well cast. 
and they didn't need to produce it because these people are fucking lunatics. But then the second season came around. They all got famous. Everybody then they knows started they thinking are. about how they're going to look. Exactly. We're overthinking things. Where producers are stepping in a little bit more, and it's nowhere near as amazing as that first. And season. and you know who the only ones? I'm I'm drawing a blank on their names, but you know the only ones were so crazy around each other that they couldn't contain it was Ronnie and who was the girl? Sammy. Sammy. Those two were lunatics. They had, in the third season, this epic meltdown. Was that the one with the bed? Yes. <laughs> Where he's like, he's like in a like roid rage. Ten like years ago. Throwing her off the bed, the bed or something. Yes. yes. Yeah. They go absolutely bananas and it's like the greatest thing you've ever watched. Yeah. Those two could not contain themselves. Well, they was like, were why driven do you too keep, crazy. You guys can't be together. You just need to stop. You just yeah. need to stop. But then once you get like you get the producer's fingers are all in it and everyone they're thinking about it too much. I don't want to watch people yeah, think. Everyone's it. gotta prove their worth and their value to the We've show. We've got an agenda. I've got a brand. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to look bad because then I'm not gonna be on Good Morning America pushing my fucking hairspray or something. You know, like. That's what this thought process is. Oh, no, is. I know. And, exactly. And some of these casting, you know, one of the problems now, and we've talked about this before, too, with reality TV is, you know, when you grew when you grew up watching reality TV, I just think your performance, as it were, is influenced by what you've seen. Oh, thousand percent. And also the reaction you get on social media. And I, I just, I always say, like, you know, I think like Devin, for example, he's fine on the challenge. He's there. He doesn't bother me. Like he used to bother me when he was like so over the top, so trying so hard to be like the star of the show. Sure. You know, but now it's just like, OK, you're there. You're fine. You're a poor man's Wes. You're like you're like Wes, but in a new age, like Wes doesn't have, you know, Wes back in the day, like he's just a maniac. Yeah. Like he doesn't. He doesn't, you know, need to think about it. The guy can't control himself. Right. And it's the same thing with a CT or a Johnny. You know, now we're getting the produced version of not a Johnny, right? Like, Johnny goes on there. He's thinking about, okay, I had my show on NBC. I work on Bill Simmons Podcast Network. I don't want to go on here and talk about how women are subhuman or something and get myself canceled. Right. So I'm going to contain myself. Right. You I know, never... remember, remember Zach? Remember when Zach was like talking about how women at the end of the day are just swamp donkeys or something? Yep. I mean, Good old Zach. And, and Zach's a total piece of shit. But that's the type of thing you would never get anymore no. because no one would allow themselves to say that in a situation where they know they're being filmed. Well, right. and even if they did say something, it's going to get edited to shit and you're not going to be able to see it anyway. And the show's yeah. going to suffer for it. Like what's well, that nuts? too? What, oh, they remember? did that. Yeah. They did that with, um, I can't remember. Oh, was name. that Asian girl? What was her name? Who was like friends D. with Wes. D. D. Yeah, D. D. Said something that they deemed so bad that they didn't even show it on the show, and then they essentially cut her out of the show as much as they could. Even though she was like, <laughs> even though she was on for like another four and episodes, and a major player in like the shit that was going on. So the show, you're watching it like just, just, just put a disclaimer and fucking release the shit. You're putting a disclaimer at the beginning anyway, like yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. Give I me the person mind. I love to hate, man. That's the whole point of this yeah, shit. Yeah, and that's the problem with someone like Fessy. Is Fessy doesn't want to be the villain. 
Fessy really in his mind thinks I'm a good guy and I'm misunderstood. It's like, no, dude. You're the bad guy. You're an asshole. Embrace it. Stop riding the fucking line and trying to be a nice guy. Fuck people over. Go full heel. Tell them you're going to fuck them over. Mm -hmm. Because at least that's good TV. And you know what? People are still going to be scared of you because you're big. And every time you go into an elimination, they give you a physical one. So, like, people aren't going to want to see you in an elimination, you know? Right. So I just, like, embrace being the bad guy. How many years did CT make a fucking killing being the bad guy? So good. Because you didn't want to see him in elimination. Choo choo. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> They're never gonna be able to it's like and that's the thing. And that's the thing I wish like I, I wish I could talk to these producers and just get like their honest reasoning for some of the decisions they make and some of the casting they do. Because they're never going to get any more Rivals 1 seasons with the direction they're in. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you were able to, like, if there was some platform where you were able to, like, you know, ask the producer a question, an honest question, and they have to answer you honestly. There's several shows that I would be like, all right. Okay. Please. I wonder wonder which one Erica (laughs) could possibly be referring to. What what question do you ask then? I have many. uh, No, I don't. I can't have one. Of Lauren from the fucking Witcher. I have so many questions. But just to get to like an honest one, like, you know, like, well, what what was the reasoning? Why did you choose to do this? No, I mean, this is this is going to sound terrible, but I really feel like someone like Casey is just continually brought back on because she hits a bunch of demos that they want to fill. And I just feel I like, don't think you're wrong. And I in feel like that? if that's the reason, I'm not saying that's the reason for sure. I don't know. But if that's the reason, she's not the only female minority lesbian in the world. I would imagine there's, 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 there's a, a lot. There's a couple. There's a lot. There's a few I think you could probably find one who's not boring as all fuck. One or two, maybe. God, she sucks. And and if the reason I don't know why they love Fessy, you know, whatever the fucking reason is. He's big. I don't know what else. I think else. they just keep bringing him back because they're like, come on, man. This could be the season. You could do it. Turn the heel turn. Come on. Can you please? Can you do that for us? Your friends? The producers? <laughs> My. <coughs> the only thing I can really think of is that. Maybe he is just genuinely really well liked off camera by people. I don't know. He could be easy to work with. I I don't know. I just, to me, I just give someone else a chance. Go cast, pull Joe Schmo off the street. They don't want to do that anymore, though, Alex. You don't want to do just because it might not work. And we can't, we can't fail anymore. Everything has to be the mediocre. The best moment of this entire season for me. Was it the girl getting hit in the face with the ball? No, that was... That was gruesome. Yes. That was terrifying. <laughs> um, was when Fessy lost that elimination. <laughs> I'm going to need a little more. I Okay. So, they they said it. Was, was it the last it elimination? It was the rope ladder. It oh, it was, was the rope uh, ladder. 
It might have been the last elimination or it was second either, to last. Yeah, it was either the last or the second to last. I think it was the last because they were playing up the whole, the only thing worse than going home first is well, going they do home that last. bad episode every, every season. Right. right. So um, forget how everything led up to it, but it basically ended up being uh, Johnny and Nani versus Fessy and Mariah. Mariah. Now, what's great about this right from the start is that Johnny's fucking Mariah, or was. I don't know what the deal is now. Mariah is like half his age, too. And, be- of, and beautiful. Yes. Yeah, what, Johnny? You, good you, for you, buddy. Good, you, you get, get that go, dick wet. You go. So, anyways. So, so they got these two. They got four rope ladders. Mm-hmm. And, but they don't have rungs. They're just two ropes. It was and, a really cool elimination, actually. And they got, like, these, um, like, hooks or something. Like, just poles sticking out of the rope at the right places. And they gave each person three bars. Mm-hmm. And so they had to place a bar, place, you know, then another bar. So your core strength has to be insane. Your yes. balance has to be bonkers. Yeah, it was. Because it, it's like that thing that you see at the fair. Yeah. Where it's and they twisting. To, yeah. Yeah. And they had to go pretty high. Um, yeah. And it just looked like the most impossible thing in the world. And it was just great because you're going into it and Fessy, Fessy knew he had a good chance of being the one down there. I don't think he was the direct vote. I don't remember. Whatever. But, you know, he's acting all cocky like. Because it's Fessy. Because it's Fessy. And. So they get started, and it's just the most impossible thing in the world. Um, the best line the whole night was like, Fessy in the confessional saying, Johnny Bananas is, you know, he's just like, he's really good at doing weird shit. So, of course, he's really good at this. And it was but that's the challenge, Amazing. man. Yeah. You're well, and, and this and this is the core of Fessy is that he doesn't understand the challenge is not about your pure physical strength. No. It's not about your insane cardio. Nope. It's not about your insane puzzle solving skills. And it's not about your political game. It's about all those things all the time, and at any moment, any one of them could matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? It's all aspects of anything athletic-related and politicking and friendships that could all come at you at any moment. You yep. never know what the fuck you're going to get hit with. Yep. And that's always been the reason, you know, Johnny's won a million times, the reason CT's won a million times, and Wes and all those guys is because they were good at everything. Well, yeah, they were good at everything. And you have to get lucky. You had to get lucky, and you had to build strong alliances. Um, but to fi- I want to talk about that yeah. for a minute. But uh, just to finish up this elimination, so Johnny figures it out first. Um, gets on up there, scooting at the top, and of course, both partners have to get up and like at the a, same time the, be up there at the same time and like hit a buzzer or some bullshit. So can you help your partner up? No, no once you're up. You couldn't help them if you wanted to, because you're. They were kind of separated. Oh, I see. I see. Oh yes. my god! And this was the one I forgot. Nani had an all-time challenge moment. Oh, it was like you remember that David Tyree helmet football catch. Yes. Better than that. 
<laughs> so well <laughs> so you know nani's going up and and they're playing it really dramatic of course but in reality i think nani could have had to retry it like seven more times oh, and they would have won anyway. and they would have won anyway. that was the only thing about this that didn't make it the most great the greatest thing ever it's that mariah and fessy were completely incompetent Fessy couldn't do anything. You know, Mariah wasn't doing much of anything. No, I, I, I do wonder if Fessy had been even like been able to get past like rung two. If Mariah, Mariah tries a little harder. Yeah. But I mean, she's watching him like not be able to do jack shit. And it's like, like, okay. Well, Fessy finally got an elimination that it wasn't just like run through a brick wall and he was fucked. Yeah. So, so Nani's going up, and she's like, she's pretty close. She's maybe like she's three like quarters. one step away. Yeah, and the deal is, if you drop any of them, you have to restart. You got to restart. She drops one, but she catches it with her feet against the other bar, and is able to grab it and put it back. It is just the most wild thing to watch, and. You know, gets it, and then she ends up finishing. If 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 it would have been close, if like let's say Fessy and Mariah were right with them or right on their ass or something, all-timer. it would have been an all time challenge moment. It would have been. She like, could have really, dropped it. And she could have dropped again, it. Started and it again. Been fine. They could have been there for five more hours. Fessy and Mariah were not getting up this no. fucking thing. Fessy, he, like he, quit again. he was too heavy. He's, he's too big. He's too big, and he's just not. He doesn't have that like finesse needed to do it, and I don't think he would have ever got it. No, you mentioned the alliances. So this is this is something that I I was thinking a lot about, and it kind of in relation to why a lot of this this big these people from Big Brother suck so much, and why a lot of people who came. Like, in the last, I don't know, 10 seasons have just been generally bad. Meh. Um, is because they haven't really done a good job of building alliances and having long-standing, uh, you know, season-to-season trust. Now, you go back to, you know, one of the reasons Johnny did so well is because he started with um, the, uh, the mob. The Johnny, Evan, Kevin. What were they calling that? Kenny. Kenny, yeah. uh, the Jack Alliance. And they carried each other. And then when, you know. Well, you uh, build up a reputation and then it's like. Well, and then, Ev- you know, even after Evan and Kenny stopped coming on the show. Um, for reasons. For reasons. Um, they're, you know, Johnny. Leroy. I mean, he Tony he, for a while. Oh, Tony time. He made friends with Laurel. He he, he always played the alliance. He you know he always had someone. Oh, and you have to. And do his that. and his reputation was such. It has always been, if you're Johnny's number one, you're good with Johnny. End of story. Like the you you know where you stand with Johnny. You know, if he's not telling you you're my number one, you might as well be. Right. It doesn't. You're, you got nothing there. No. So 
it's just very clear. CT is like CT and Landon and um, only CT can play CT's game. Yeah. No one else can play the pure intimidation game. Yeah. Everyone's scared of him for good. Well, reason. I was gonna I was gonna say CT has the intimidation like and the the ability to to back it up. Let me get real here. You're talking louder than I am. Um, he's excited. Let the man is. talk. He's at, we have a topic he cares about. Yes. No, he's he's yes. excited. And it's not running. Keep it going. So, you know, CT's got that. Landon could just win. Yeah. You know, he wasn't he wasn't the big bully. Landon won of challenge with fucking Carly. I mean, I mean that girl was useless. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And then the other one's Jordan. Yeah. You know, who kind of fall into this this group of guys who kind of break the mold a little bit as far as alliances go. Um, everyone else though, I mean, even these guys, uh, you know, they band together with, they band together. They don't piss off other people. They try and fly under the radar. They, you know, well, CT won like two finals when he was dad bod CT, because one, people were still scared of him. And two, he just kind of, kind of played the middle, stayed back, didn't piss anybody off. Yeah. And, and just kind of choice when it mattered. And... Yeah, made the right choice when it mattered. Yep. So these are these are people. So you know whether it's alliances or just really good gameplay, like these are people who know how to play the challenge. And these other people, they don't know how to play the challenge. They're not CT, and they don't build good alliances so they're never gonna fucking win if they win it's by dumb luck you know and it just i think the main thing with production is it seems like they're still trying to get themselves the next ct right and first they tried with zach and zach's not like bad tv he's an idiot i just he's such a fucking pig i hate he's such you know he's a piece of shit but but he would also, unlike Fessy, he would lean into being the villain. He right. wasn't That's afraid true. of it. Right. Yeah. And well, if you're gonna be on, I feel like if you're gonna be on reality TV, you just you, you need to embrace that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 then it's, and it almost seems like they're trying to make Fessy another CT, you know, amalgam. And no. And he's not. At and all. he won't. He won't ever be the villain everyone wants him to be. Like, I just wish for one season he would try just being the huge scumbag he is in his heart. And just to see how it would go on TV, maybe he'd be great TV. I don't know. But he's always trying to ride the line. And sometimes he's a nice guy and sometimes he's a piece of shit. But that makes it worse. That just makes you a bigger piece of shit to me. Because it's like... Well, you're two-faced. Right. Well, and he's just always whining. Yeah, he's a big whiner. Oh, yeah. He's the greatest. Everyone else sucks. You know, he he's sitting there. I remember before that that last uh, elimination. He was saying something else about Johnny when he was, like, watching Johnny work out. Well, he was sitting there. That's right. Johnny was. No, never mind. But, you know, he's sitting there with Jordan. And he's just. You know, this would be really stupid. And, like, uh, you know, people say this and then they do that. It's like, it's the fucking challenge. That's the game, motherfucker. Dude, like. You can see Jordan saying that in his head. Like, yeah. It's just like, you are doing. Like, because 
I, 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 and to be clear, like, I was thinking about this the other day, too. Like, I, I don't have anything personal against Fessy. No, and I just wish he would get off my TV. That's the thing. You're a character on a TV I show. I take issue, and it is a character on a TV show. I take issue with the way he quit on Casey, and I'm more annoyed with Casey. To, to accept him back? To accept him back. That annoys me. That was really Because it's like, this dude sad. just completely gave up on you, and you're out here, like, fucking running and, like... On a one one leg. On one leg. You're giving it your all, and he just gave you a big old shrug. shrug. I'd be like, we can still be friends, but I'm not allying with you. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that does bug me a little bit about, like, with Nelson this season. is like, there, sh- there need to be more consequences for when people... <laughs> Fuck you fuck over. Fuck you over? Yeah, ideally. You know, like, no, don't just align with fuckface. Like, tell him to go mm-hmm. eat shit. Like, get a different alliance. Well, it's like when Johnny stole the money from Sarah, and that was an all-time challenge moment, right? Yeah. But he also had to pay a price for doing that. People were out to get him for years after that. Yep. And, you know... That wasn't like he just got to sit back and do whatever he felt like afterwards. And a lot of time with someone like Fessy, it feels like he never faces any consequences for his actions. That's what bothers me. Like that, you hit the nail right on the fucking head because he fucked over, he's fucked over Josh. He fucked over... Amber. Amber. He fucked over Nelson and Corey. And Casey. And it's like, why Why are you guys just like back with this guy? He hasn't done anything. <laughs> he has no sway. He fucking sucks. Yeah. Why are we just giving him a pass? Like he, he's, you know, oh, my word is my... No, it's not. I can't trust a word that comes out of your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody, but yeah, some of these people are so bad at it. Like, I always yeah. remember, what was her name? Um, Kayla walking into that room with Johnny. And she's like, you know, I'm working with him and him and him and him and him. And I'd really love to work with you too, Johnny. And he's like, okay, you realize you just walked in here and told me that I'd be number five on your list, right? <laughs> like, why would I work with you? Right, that makes no sense. Bye-bye. Oh, she was dumb. <laughs> I'm glad she has. And th- th- that's also plays into dude like they have to cast like better women for the show. I say this every season. Every time we talk. My about this. God, they cast the dumbest women who have no athleticism. If you're going if you're going to cast women who aren't super athletic, at least you need to cast women who are smart. Give me something. I need some conniving bitches is what I need. Who, I need more smart than just conniving this, this bitches. Thing. I need more than just, like, attractive woman. Because, really, you could, like, go find anybody. You could just walk into the gym and find ten attractive women. Sure. I need someone with some personality, mm-hmm. athleticism, some brains, preferably. Like, no one's sitting here thinking fucking CT or Wes or Johnny are, like, goddamn scholars No or one's rocket science. You're, you're on but a reality television <laughs> show. No for, one's rocket science. For science-y. the level they're operating on with the people they're playing with, they're mm. the smart ones, which is terrifying. Yes. Uh, all I can... My favorite johnny thing though was it was a couple seasons ago and they were doing that one challenge where like they had the to run into the room with the bubbles or something and they were getting a light pattern oh and he was like well you could see it reflecting in the back yeah (laughs) 
so I'm just going to stand here and look. <laughs> and look. But that's... It's Johnny Bananas. That's just... That's okay, so like, I'm... This is... I'm not going to... Like, I can see it from here. Do you need me to run into the bubbles once? So I don't... Okay, let me run into bubbles. Okay, I can see the lights. Let's do this. I love Johnny. He's so... And I like that. I like that. You know, he's sitting there trying to break the game. Um, but it's yeah. I don't know. I I I I agree with you. I I was actually. I think I rebounded more on this season than you did after the the reversal of the the teams the teams. Um, and I kind of got into it again. Um. But as is evidenced by the fact that I have not watched the final yet. Clearly, you weren't, like, dying to see it. Yeah. I, well, especially that, that okay, I haven't watched the third one. I shouldn't have had to watch a third fucking final episode. That, that's, in and of itself, annoys me. Why is the final stretched out over three episodes? I'm still just amazed, going back to it, that uh, what's Olivia bounces a goddamn golf ball off a post or something right back into her face and gets, frankly, insanely lucky that it hits her right between the eyes because if it did that amount of damage to her face hitting her there, if that would have hit her directly in an eyeball... Oh, the eye's gone. She would have lost that eye. Eye's gone. I think. Hits you the right way on the nose, you're dead. <laughs> I mean... Dead. Dead. It's crazy. You, t- uh, you hit you in the temple? And it's like, crazy they didn't have the safety precautions in place to prevent that from happening. That too. is a little bit bonkers. That, I, well, and she had s- such bad luck with the carabiner. Oh, yeah. And the bolas. Like, that was just, I felt so bad for her. Horacio and Olivia, I'd like to see them back. I thought yeah. they were good. Yeah, they at least, you know, didn't, it didn't feel like they were trying to play other people. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Gotta be your authentic self, man. Yeah, just be yourself. And if yourself isn't good enough, find somebody else, please. Like, it's really the number, the number one problem on the show is production. I mean, you've been saying the same thing since we've been, like, talking about this. And nothing changes, so I'm just banging my head on the wall on this one. It's because we keep watching. I mean, they're not getting the viewership number from me the way I'm watching it, so... Shabams. (laughs) (laughs) Shabams. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I d- have they announced what the next season is going to be? No. Yeah, I think so. And they're doing all these offshoots. I think they're. I think we're honestly at the point where they're trying to kill it now, because there's like the CBS Challenge Show, there's the Australia Challenge Show, right, right. there's the Fuckface, you know, Mercury Challenge Show. Like they're all over the fucking place. Fuckface <laughs> Mercury Challenge Show. I'd watch that. It sounds better than what I watched this season. But I just, you know, it's like anytime you start doing all the spinoffs and everything, it's like, uh oh, <laughs> you know, to me, to me, that means the original's in trouble. Well, the original is in trouble. They haven't been able to cast for years. I mean, think about it. One of these years, we're going to get to a season where there's going to be no Johnny. No there's Johnny. going to be no CT. There's going to be no West. There's going to be no Laurel. There's going to be no Cara Maria. And you're just going to go. Why oh fuck! The star of the show Devin. is Devin. 
and then I'm just going to stop watching. Well, and this is the problem. You haven't built up any kind of a bench. There's no. We've talked about this before, too, in regards to the challenge. There's nobody must watch that isn't from kind of that cast of characters. So no. you are in trouble. Yeah. If those guys all decide, okay, we're, we're finally done, which I would imagine most of them are kind of getting to that. Like you said, Johnny's got other stuff going on, like... I'm sure, I don't know about anybody else, but... Well, and, you know, it's... Johnny, you know, whenever he actually hangs it up, uh, he... You know, you know what we don't have? The, w- nothing, like, is a Wes. You've got kind of Devin, who's kind of Wessy, but... But Devin doesn't create the chaos, Wes did. No. Wes also had just a special brand of stupid sometimes that was like, you sweet boy, what are you doing? Well, when Wes would talk a lot of shit, there's just, we're not, so so many of these people, man, they want to just like ride the wave and kind of play the middle, and that's bad TV. Yeah. You You want the Evelyns who step out in front of everyone and say, fuck you. That's what you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you you need that, and you you need to you need to not be afraid of failing, is what it comes down to, and you know I think all a lot of these people who come on the show now they don't want to look like idiots. They don't want to look like idiots. How many times has Wes looked like an idiot? So many times. He's my favorite challenger of all time. Hands down, because he pulled some stupid shit. He was good TV, and when it worked out, it was great. When it blew up, it was better. Well, I think that's what the problem is, right? Is that people now don't. It's a concern with. It's I don't want to look stupid. That's I'm trying to come up with like some different spin on it, but it's like it's a reality show. Could you imagine You're going to look stupid? Could you imagine sitting down with Wes, like, ne- like, in one of his many business dealings, supposedly, and if, he's rich. He doesn't need to be here. And he, like, oh. he's sitting down, and you say, you know, I was watching that one season. What, what are we thinking? It's like, you know what you say? You say, man, it's just TV. It didn't fucking matter. It's the producer question. What were you thinking? Good point. Wes? And you move on, right? And then you're done, right? Like, it's, it's not like. These things are going to haunt you for the rest of your life. Like, go out. I'm going to remember you for doing something crazy. I re- one of my favorite moments is Wets gets hit in the head with the ball. I was just going to say, remember that gift that you made? It was pretty great. <laughs> it's amazing. Nothing ever made me happier than after Karma, Karma Maria oh. and Pauly were such pricks for an entire season. And then they lost that final, and Kara's in the corner of the boat sobbing. It's like, ah, karma. She's a bitch. Oh, was that a bad season? It was a bad season. That Oof. was a bad season, but the final was Oh, it great. made up for it because they lost. Yeah. That was choice. Oh, if they would have won, that would have might have been enough to make me stop watching the show. Yeah. That but season was so Because our God King C T dominated that final and they won they won it. Well, because C T finally was like, mm, you know, I'm gonna step in here. I'm gonna make a decision. We're gonna save this whole season. I'm gonna go on that's that team. Right. That's right, that's what that was. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Fucking Joss 
the dumbest motherfucker to ever play this Why game. Why are you making deals with the other team when they continually fuck you? Yeah. This, it was painful to oh, watch Joss that. and Rogan and all these idiots just fucking themselves painful the whole time. Painful to watch that and shit. Then, and then, like, Rogan and... Uh, who was it? Like, Rogan and... D and who who else won with CT? Wasn't it like Rogan D and was it Jordan? Who I can't remember. It might have been Jordan. I can't remember who ended up winning that. Because Jordan ended up getting like they I fucked know with Tory, him that whole. I know they had five in the final and Tori got eliminated. It was Jordan by like a then. puzzle or something. It was definitely Jordan. But yeah, whoever won, it was just like well, two of you definitely didn't deserve to win. But you know whatever, you got lucky. You got really lucky because well, you C- tried to lose. CT decided. Okay. Yeah, I'm putting you on my back for we're, this one. We're winning. Jump on. Let's go. Um, You know who I miss? Kyle. Kyle was good chaotic TV. And, and you know, and speaking of pieces of shit, where was it? <laughs> who was that one, the other European guy? Uh, what was Bear. his name? Oh. Bear was a huge piece of shit, but that guy knew he was the villain and he leaned into it. Didn't he end up like sexually assaulting? I believe somebody, he's though? in prison now. Yeah. Is he really? Oh yeah, he okay, well, he was convicted. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's he's, a, he's either in prison or waiting. Okay, well, no, he's on. like a true piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad person. Yeah, but nonetheless, good TV. <laughs> Kyle didn't come back this time. No, I don't know. Yeah, no, um, Kyle had a kid. Um. Oh, and he was just like, I have to start being a respectable member of society. I, I don't know. Maybe. CT's got a kid too, man. It doesn't matter. I miss, Corey I miss, has like seven kids. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's the problem is Corey just probably can't afford all the child care to go on this show anymore. Aww, remember remember Wrap when up, Tony man. would like unhinge his jaw and just like eat fucking food like no one ever before him like out eat ct wasn't that done was it dirty 30 no that was like one of the all-star there was okay yeah i think it was dirty 30 where tony did some crazy eating but also on one of the all-stars not all-stars what was that other spinoff they did remember that other spinoff uh there was like one thing where tony and ct were eating next to each other and CT's looking over, and he's like... You got the good CT face going? He's like, how is Tony eating like this? <laughs> Tony could shovel it down his throat like no one. To her credit, Nani did that on the second episode of the final. I swear she was unhinging her jaw to shove pounds of, of spaghetti down her throat. Well, she's at a point, and I don't know how it ends up, where she's... Like, she probably ate, like, 10% of her body weight in, like, an hour. But I don't she's know how like, she did it. It's 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 got to be one of these next couple times. Yeah, I gotta she's got to be running or out of time. Because she's this is what her eleventh season or something. She's like been that? around a while. She's getting up there in terms of the challenge. It's yeah. the other thing. So it's like, all right, we either got to shit or get off the pot here. Um, you had a, a couple people like that. Actually, so you know, maybe one person who should have got off the pot. Uh, well, I wish it eight seasons would just ago. Go away. Yeah, I wish Anissa. Whoever could you away. be talking about? This is her job, man. This is just what she does. Uh, and I don't, I don't begrudge her for you know them calling her and her saying yes, but I just wish they wouldn't call her. <laughs> you know, like that would be my preference. <laughs> um, you know, I, I another one I want to talk about is, and and this is kind of like a more I don't know wide-ranging topic i guess but 
that Harry Potter game, what was it, Hogwarts Legacy, I think was the name, came out like mm-hmm. the past week or something. And it's, of course, like a ridiculous, huge success, right? Because, of just, course, it is. They're just making all the money. Of in the course, world. it is. Because why have principles, Alex? <laughs> sure. But this is the this is kind of the thing. Are you serious? Like, I'm, I'm no, no, I'm no, I'm hot. Really, this is people are buying this shit ass game. Well, yeah, it's selling like crazy. <sighs> it's gonna be like one of the bi- biggest successes of the year. That's infuriating. It's Harry, it's Harry Potter, Erica. Read course. a different book. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you've only been reading the Witcher books. Lately. That is not true. <laughs> Would you like a list of the books that I have been reading since I finished the I Witcher just, books? I was just. The door was wide open, sorry. <laughs> now, Fick, different story. Um, there are other books about wizarding schools that are a thousand times better than Harry Potter, and you won't be supporting a piece of shit transphobe. There's other media, people. There's other media. <laughs> the game isn't even good! Not that that matters at all, but still! Yeah, I don't know how it is. This game is dog shit. Ten out of ten. IGN, great. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Talk. You know, Bob was getting too loud. I had to reclaim my throne. <laughs> sometimes you just have to light the fuse and walk away. And, it, and that is one of my skills, by the way, Bob. Um. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, I I have to agree with that. <laughs> so, but this this brings up another topic for me, which is I'm not. See, like, I'm not interested in the game just because I'm not interested in the game, and I'm not interested in supporting a fucking lunatic either way. But regardless, my money doesn't really matter, because one way or the other, she's filthy rich. Like, she's essentially, this is one of these people, like, I love when they try to say, like, oh, so they're trying to cancel me. It's like, you're, you have endless money. You're uncancelable. Well, and your platform is such that, yeah, you're, you, you, that's not, that's not a thing. Yeah. This is not a thing. Some people disagree with you because you're a monster, but that's not being canceled, madame. This would be like Donald Trump trying to say I'm being canceled. It's like, what? Cry me a fucking river, motherfucker. (laughs) It's like, I think your word's going to get out there. Right. You know? I'm being deplatformed. You're talking on a major news network. What are you talking about? Did you hear, um, by the way, there's this whole, this is another, I'm just, you know, just doing the podcast. Tangents the podcast. But- you know uh, that Dominion Voting Systems company. You know the, they make the voting machines. They've oh, that been, are suing they've been, they've Fox been doing News the defini- for defamation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently, one of the things that has come out of this is that Trump, on the day of the January sixth shenanigans, called in to Fox News to try to get on the air, and they wouldn't let him on the air. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. It's just great stuff. Anyway, <laughs> makes me happy. Anyways, the reason I brought up the reason I brought up the Harry Potter game is it's kind of like where do you, how or where? And I know it's like person to person, right? I know that's what you're going to tell me, but how do you draw the line on what you're willing to stomach? Right, I guess would be the term because we're all sitting here with our cell phones that we know are essentially made by slave labor. Sure. And, you know, you could name any number of things that are like that, you know, made in unethical fashions. Well, what, what, I'll, what I'll say, and I don't mean to cut you off, is that uh, what people will fling at you, and I've seen flung out there in regards to this stupid piece of shit game, is, oh, well, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. And that's true to an extent, but as we have said on this podcast before, 
this is an entertainment property. You you don't have you don't need this, right? Yeah, like that that there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. And, and, and that's more, fair. And that's fair. You pretty much need a cell phone. You really can't function without a cell phone, right? Now, do you have to buy? An Apple or an, an no, you could. Yeah. F- I don't know if they make phones that aren't made by slave labor, unfortunately. Um, you don't need this, and this is a woman who has come out and said that she takes like the royalties as a a a basic implicit agreement with what that sh- she's doing, and she funnels those profits into what are basically hate organizations. So that's kind of where where I'm at. You're actively uh, uh, participating and uh, uh, um, growing the 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 this rising tide of of transphobia and and hate. So no, I'm not going to play your stupid piece of shit wizarding game. And yes, I am going to share spoilers because if you're playing it and you bought it. And you're like, oh, oh, but I'm an ally, and I, I help, and no, you're not. People have asked you to do the barest minimum thing, and you can't even do that. So you're not an ally. And would it be, is it, is it a hard thing to be like, oh, I like X. X is made by the devil himself. Whatever. Pick somebody. Yeah, that's hard. Boycotts are supposed to be hard. Now, here's a question for you. Here's an answer for you. What if you, if you're a person who does not care about uh, transgender people one way or another, what would you? What's your stance on those people? Oh, what do you? What do you mean? What my stance is? I mean, do your thing. What does it matter what I think of people? Well, my point being, if you really don't care one way or the other about trans people. You're, they don't bother you. You don't bother them kind of person. But you're actively supporting hate. So, yeah, I think you're kind of a shitty person. Okay, so that's kind of... I, I don't know that I agree with that. Well, you don't have to agree with me. I, I'm just saying, I, I think... I think when you... I think putting out the paradigm of you're with us or against us is is always a it's kind of it's, it's always a a risky proposition. Oh, uh, sure, that's fine. I think it's just with this in particular, like I said, she it, it's just an ex- it, she takes it as an excuse for more hatred. So, if you're like, "Oh, well, I don't really care. They don't bother me either way. I still want to play the Harry Potter game." I mean, whatever, go ahead, buy it, spend your money how you want to spend your money, but you're actively supporting hatred, so... Cool. Then that's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm a housewife from suburban Chicago, it doesn't really matter all that much. No, I I, I don't think that at all. I think that's how... It's, uh, everyone's opinion matters here. I, I think the no, way... See, some, but everybody's some, opinion doesn't matter. Some, some that's more, part of the problem. Some more than others. My opinion doesn't matter as much as hers does. I don't have that kind of a platform. That's fair. Until subtle interference takes the world by storm, of course. That's true. We could be the next 
Joe Rogan experience. Oh, dear God. Maybe I'm another throw hey, myself off the roof. Hey, hey, you'd be swimming in the vault of gold coins. <laughs> so no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. I, I, the way I look at, I don't want to like if if you're out there, you're buying the game because it would support J.K. Rowling. I would have a problem with, you know, I would think very negatively of you for that. I don't necessarily think negatively of people who are going to buy the game who really don't care about trans folks one way or the other. See, uh, no, not at all. I think if you're aware of, I guess it's possible you could be not aware of what she does. I think you, I think you easily could be for sure. I sure, mean, think, there's people think about, who are think in... about how many people out there love Harry Potter, right? Millions and millions of people, sure. right? And I'm sure probably the vast majority don't even know that she's a lunatic. It's possible. I don't know about the vast majority, but there's probably people out there. I think sure. it's probably most. I think it's probably a majority of Harry Potter fans don't even know what she's been up to because they don't like live on the internet like well, we do. Well, you're not terminally online, right? That's a fair statement. I don't know, Bob. I just, I think if you're aware of it and you're like, well, I don't really care. That's you're you're not a part of the solution. You're being part of the problem, and maybe that's a not the correct way of looking at things, but. That's the way that I look at it. And for me, this goes for... And this is just my opinion. This is not the opinion of everybody on the podcast. No, I mean, I I was just... I kind of just, you know, served up the the softball to let you go. But um, I I just... Alex was like, Erica hasn't had a chance to yell. (laughs) Erica's been a little quiet. We gotta gotta get her yelling. We gotta ruin some eardrums. (laughs) Um, Shitty wizarding game. And that's not even talking about all the fucking anti-Semitic shit in there. And I haven't played it, so and I'm not ever going to. But whatever, fuck J.K. Rowling, you piece of shit turf. Yeah, I, well, Erica and I, has spoken. <laughs> I Go have ahead, spoken. Alex. I'm sorry. Um, no, I. You know, this goes for J.K. Rowling or all these other turfs or whoever. I just don't understand this this weird, never-ending obsession with the politicians too, with obsession the the obsession with trans people and this whole idea that. You know, trans women are invading women's spaces and all this nonsense, right? I just don't... It's so weird to me. Like, it's not... This isn't, like, a real problem. It's a it's a created, made-up, like, problem to incite crazy people. Yes. <laughs> it's so... Yeah, it's that's so exactly weird what to it me. is. They see it as a wedge issue that works with their voters, and it gets people out. You see it I all guess. across the nation. Would these people like to maybe care about, like, I don't know, how much money they bring home? No, that's because you got to start thinking their, about, Their like, health care. you got to start thinking about, like, wider stuff then. It's so much easier to just blame that 1% of the population. It's their fault, Alex. Oh, on a, on we a side. We need to get rid of drag shows. That's what's really the yeah, problem. Yeah, it's the drag queens that are destroying the fabric of America. It's not that guns are, like, the number one killer of, like, children oh, in the United Oh, you States. just reminded me. You just reminded me that Michigan state shooting happened a few days ago, right? Three people got killed, I believe. Mm -hmm. And while it was happening, friend of the podcast, I won't say his name. He knows who he is, was on Xbox Live 
tell me, oh, you know, there's this shooting happening right now at Michigan State. This is crazy. And I was like, let is me it, tell it's you. It's not crazy. Let me tell you. Well, no, let me tell you something. This is what I said. Let me tell you something. Nobody cares. No. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and nobody has given a shit about these shootings for Forever. God knows how many years, really. I mean, we used to, like, pretend to care, right? Thoughts of prayers. And literally what I said was, as this was happening, I said, let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. And I was wrong, I'll say. But I said, let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. doesn't matter how many people get shot, how many people get killed. Tomorrow, we're going to get the Thoughts and Prayers Parade, the tour, the grand tour. And then we're going to get the Democrats coming out and saying we need to have stricter gun control, yada, yada. And you know what? I was wrong, Erica, because none of that even happened. That Michigan State shooting got, like, no coverage, and the news just kept talking about the stupid balloon that got shot down. That's how little people care. The news isn't even pretending to be outraged anymore. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Right. Oh, only three people died, Alex. Yeah, that's, that, like, that's hardly a mass shooting. And the truth is, nobody cares. Unless somebody you know got shot at, nobody cares. You don't care. Even if they got shot at. You get shot at all the time. Did you die? Then I care. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> <laughs> no, legitimately. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Like, that's a statistic now. Like, guns are one of the number one, like, killers of children in the United States. And we're all just fine with it. Yeah, it's the drag queens. <laughs> That's the problem. If the drag queens start carrying around guns, maybe we could get some gun regulations. Oh, it's that. Uh, That's why you that got a head gunner lake uh, in the first place, because the Black Panthers started yeah, carrying was, guns. Oh, the blacks got them. Yep. Gun control. I, I mean, the sad thing is, you're completely right. Uh, no. N- not enough people care is the real problem. And it's not an issue that people want to really vote on. Yeah. Um, you know, people, what, what's been, what's been really fascinating to me has been that, the American the the things that the American public are willing to go to the polls and really vote on. Um, one are taxes. You know, anytime they think they're going to get a better financial situation for themselves, that's a that's a real motivator. Um, and uh, you know the. The right did a really good job of mobilizing their base to go vote on abortion for years. And sure. still. Well, I mean, and you saw the, the left kind of come out in force this last election. So you could say abortion is a yeah is a motivator. So, uh, you know, it's just it, it's what's so interesting to me is that. Guns. Like, we haven't... I don't feel like guns have really moved the needle on elections very much yet. I think it could more in the future. Well, because uh, you're going to have a bunch of, of kids who are... And even high schoolers now who are 
becoming voting age who had to do these. I never had to do a gun drill. Did you? Nope. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I remember having to do tornado drills. Yeah. Now they're doing active shooter drills. We're traumatizing children. This is why you know they don't. No one gives a shit. Actually, gives a shit about children. No, yeah. You're traumatizing them by pretending that they're. And we know a bunch of teachers. We know a fair amount of people who teach, and they're like, it's horrible. It's absolutely terrible to have to do this to these kids because it is traumatizing. And honestly, is it? It's it, it's like a tornado drill. If tornado comes over the the building. Y- y'all are fucked. Well, we're in the hallway. We've got a. It's like duck and cover that you guys. I do. You guys I are do. Fucked. I do enjoy the idea, and maybe it does something. I don't really know. To be frank, I do like the idea that like sitting in the hallway is gonna really do much of anything. Okay, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> like you'll be fine. Don't worry I don't about know, it. man. Alex, you're away from the window, so it'll be okay. Well, that that'll do something, I suppose. So that is right. Your corpse I mean, won't have you... shards of glass in it. It'll just be flung into a field, you know, miles away by the uh, 500 mile per hour winds. So if you get like picked up by the tornado, does it rip you to shreds immediately, or does it fling you off to get killed by the impact? What happens? Do you know? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I would imagine if the wind is strong enough, I, you would, I would get think ripped apart. You're either ripped apart or you're not going to be able to get a breath in. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, maybe. Because I'm just thinking, like, you know, if you just get ripped apart, that's going to be pretty much like instantaneous, right? So that won't be that What bad would rather that than, like, getting flung through the yeah, air? Yeah, if you get flung, like, a thousand feet through the sky, it's like oh shit I'm flying because you're thinking about it the whole time but then you have to wait till you hit the ground to think about how wrong your life has gone and how you're about to die and you don't even necessarily know that you're going to die right on impact either Uh, I would think you would but maybe not depending on how you land I guess I would think that would pretty much insta kill you. Hey, I mean, listen, we don't have, let's not get, I won't a talk remarkable, about we won't, we won't get real dark a here a remarkable <laughs> number of light pe- dark <laughs> A remarkable number of people survive lightning strikes. Think about that. Yeah. Just imagine getting struck by lightning. I think I had a teacher when I was growing up who got struck by lightning so he couldn't like feel cold anymore. He was hot all the time. No, he wasn't hot, but he just he couldn't feel temperatures. Interesting. Yeah. Just walking around in a t shirt. No, he would. Like Dead in the winter, winter. In the Love winter it. he'd just wear like a shorts and t shirt. Love yeah. it. He was living my dream. Um, what else? I feel like I had something else in my. I got something. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, I know you're familiar with this. Erica, are you familiar with uh, one of the new rule changes to Major League Baseball? Oh, yeah. I texted Bob about this. Well, well this, this, is, this we, has been. Are we fucking with baseball again? Well, no. They started this during COVID. They started this during COVID when they had that shortened season. Do you remember that? Vaguely. And they started a rule, I guess, just to get games over with. Uh, where at the when the extra innings would start, their mm-hmm. guy would start on second. I vaguely remember this. Yes. Well, they kind of made it sound like this was going to go away. I don't know if we just. But now they voted to make it a permanent change. I think that's dumb. And I think it's fucking stupid. It's very stupid. Like, it's such a wet to me. I don't mind an extra inning game, whether I'm there, whether I'm watching on TV. If I'm interested in the game, if I'm invested in the outcome. To me, it's fun to try to work your pitching staff, but not in a way, obviously, where you're going to, like, you know, 
you're bringing in a different person every inning and all of a sudden you're out of pitchers, right? Oh, there's some strategy. Like you, yeah, there's strategy. And that's what I like. Like it feels like there's always this effort to have less strategy in everything. (laughs) And well, and it's just like baseball is baseball. A baseball game is long. A baseball game is going to be anywhere from, I mean, it could be really fast, but I I feel like if you're going to sit down for a baseball game, you're committing to like four hours at least. And they think that's the problem. Well, that is one of the problems. Maybe it is. I don't it know. It is very... The baseball games are very long. But Base, it's you like know it's what, baseball. Whatever. You know what baseball is the best sport for? You know how Bob probably loves baseball? It's the best cell phone sport. You could sit there. You can... He's shaking. Bob's agreeing with me. You could sit there. You can play on your cell phone. You're not really going to miss anything. You know, if the ball gets hit, you look up, you see the ball and play. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you're not really missing much. That's fair. Like, obviously, if you're one of those people who really loves to watch pitching and you like to watch the ball move and see how the pitcher's doing and everything, okay, you, you know, you got to actually... Ball, you gotta yeah, you you, you got to actually watch the game. Well, sure. I'm talking about on TV as oh, well. Oh, sure, 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 sure. You got to actually pay attention. But, you know, if you just kind of want to, like, know the outcome or see the ball fly through the air, you can just kind of play on your cell phone all the time. Sure. Yeah. Or it's just good, watch it's Sports Center and get the highlights. It's a good cell phone sport. Well, the, in the opposite is true. It can be a, an extremely engaging sport if you score the game. Do which you I score do. the game? I have been known you to score to. the game. used to, yeah. Uh, haven't in a while, but, uh, but yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't think that everything, like, oh, we gotta be, it's got to be fast. we got to get it over quicker. we got to get it over quicker. It's just it's baseball. I don't think it needs to be fast, but I I do think you need to. I like the idea of the pitch clock that they've implemented, and I gotta wait and see how it all plays out and everything. Sure, but because I'm sure some pitcher or some team is gonna come up with some shenanigans around it. I'm mean, if you just give them enough time. Sure, but I like the idea of hey, the moment the fucking ball hits the pitcher's mitt, the and you know the pitch clock starts or whatever, and you have 20 seconds to throw the goddamn ball. I mean. I'm Okay with that. Throw the fucking ball. Because some of these pitchers, I used to enjoy watching Mark Burley pitch. Because Mark Burley wasn't getting paid That's by the fuck. fucking name. Mark Burley wasn't getting paid by the hour. He wanted to pitch and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> he came into my Panera once. Hmm. I served him. I didn't care because I'm like, I don't give a shit about the White Sox. But when I'm like, oh, workers just like, holy fuck, I think that's Mark Burley. Yeah. He's like, go ask him. And yep. I was like, are you Mark Burley? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, all right. That's cool. great. What <laughs> you do you ever, want on your sandwich? You ever Mark watch, Burley. I was trying to remember that. You ever watch a Jonathan Papelbon game? No. You'd still be watching it. <laughs> but he, he took so long. Yeah, I hate pitchers like that, man. Let's get to it. Like, and, and I like that there's some of these pitchers who have, like, the fucking 10-year setup, and they stare at the fucking – catcher given the signs for an hour i like that they're gonna be fucked with and they're gonna have to change their routines it makes me happy it's like uh who's that guy who used to close for the cubs who likes to do his fucking stupid pose um yeah you know who i'm talking about i can't remember he likes to look like he's a fucking animal or something i can't i names it's he's gonna have to change his whole routine or he's gonna have to quit and that makes me happy (laughs) Like, speed the fuck up, dude. Let's goddamn go. <laughs> I guess they're making the bases bigger, too. Yeah, they they said they made the bases slightly bigger to 
make it less likely like tripping over each other made to make it less likely that the first baseman especially will be stepped on I mean, and, I'm fine with that. And I guess to make it slightly easier to steal. But, I mean, we're talking about, like, you know, right. a few inches. I mean, like, it's not going to be... You're not going to suddenly see this breakout of, like, you know, everyone stealing 100 right. times a game. Right, right. I guess they also... Um, two other rules. They've, they've put in a rule um, that you only can make a pick up a uh, pickoff attempt twice in an at bat unless the unless the runner actually advances bases is that, and that's probably to avoid finding ways to stall the, the pitch clock right uh, yeah maybe but then uh, that's a little annoying but okay yeah it, after the third step off the pitcher will be charged with a balk apparently they're also going to actually be enforcing the balk rule this season which Seems amazing because I'm not sure anyone actually knows what the bulk rule is. <laughs> so, because I see people step off after they're set all the time, so I don't really know. Like, I I don't know. I don't know how you're going to enforce yeah, that. Just but... sitting there, bulk. Anyone? Bulk, bulk, bulk. What you want? Your other rule. The last one. Um, it's like in- a catch in football. Does anyone know what a catch in football is? Because the no. officials don't know. <laughs> so the Super Bowl was this last weekend. We were in Florida with my parents. And we were watching the game. My poor fucking father <laughs> just wants to watch this football game. And my mom is peppering him with questions about everything. <laughs> and you could just see his jaw getting tenser and tenser <laughs> now was she trying to present was she trying to pretend like she was interested like was she trying to be nice what would you say bob there were some genuine like i'm trying to learn about football questions in there but my mother also just doesn't stop talking ever there's just this constant stream of conversation and my dad just wanted to watch the goddamn football game <laughs> But there was one. Well, do you are you ever like you're in the middle of something and you just you're really engaged and someone just like interrupts you in like such a ways to derail what you're doing. Because like let's say you're watching in this case a football game and you know, you get a there is a holding call. Right now, if I chime in and say, what the fuck was that holding call? That was bullshit. That is not going to pull you out of the moment. But if you get the question, why did they throw the flag for? What what, what, what even is holding? <laughs> what is football? <laughs> what is what is what, what is holding? Frogs? Well, well, <laughs> <what do> you, <laughs> here, here's if someone asked me what is holding in football, I think my answer would be, well, let me tell you something. It happens in on every single play, <laughs> on every single down. It every happens off, every, every so single often. time two football players touch each other. But the officials have to decide which ones they feel like calling at a given <laughs> moment. And so it's it's basically pure pro wrestling. I don't remember all the gems, but there were some good ones in there. And again, you could just see my my father's just the jaw just. 
can well, see. It, it was it was it was funny because I wasn't really bothered by it, but I, I mean, it was like some of them were like, "What? You really? <laughs> what did you just fucking say? No, like I know you're not a football fan, but really, um, you've been on the earth, haven't you? But you know, just seeing your father." Kind of. <laughs> you get the slow head turns where, like, he's watching. She'll say something, and he just goes, <laughs> "You know what's fun?" <laughs> and then looks back. You know what's fun is trying to explain offside in hockey to a non-hockey fan, and being like, "Okay, look, so the puck has to precede the team." Unless they're bringing it into their own zone, they could do that. They're already lost. But if they're moving it into the <laughs> other no, team zone, I don't have zone, enough breadcrumbs to get home. We uh, we're gone at proceed. Alex. You said proceed, we're done. <laughs> That's a big word. I, I you know when I was in high school, um, I didn't play hockey, but I knew a bunch of the guys who did play hockey, and we didn't have a hockey team officially, so they were they they played like club hockey, and somehow like got the okay from the school. To like use the the mascot and the the colors and everything, which was that's interesting. It was bizarre, but anyways. So, um, I remember, like you know, as a young idiot, being like, I don't really understand offside. Hey, Dan Showerschmidt, great name. Um, you know a lot of people with like really solid names. The uh, things Bob retains. I I don't know the name of a single person I went to school with. <laughs> Not one. If you went to school with a guy named Dan Showerschmidt, you'd remember that name. I don't think Alex would remember. Um, no, I would have forgotten. But anyways, so probably one day later, I I I asked, "Hey, can you explain offsides to me?" And he just looked at me. He's like, "Yeah, it's when you're offsides." <laughs> That's, That's not helpful. how you define things. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks, Dan. Good Thanks, looking bud. out. Good looking out. I think the only thing more confusing than offside in hockey is offside in soccer, which I'm not sure anyone knows. No. Sorry, football. Or really anything football. to do with cricket. Yeah. <clears throat> All I know about um, rugby is that it's like big beady dudes just beating the shit out of each other, which sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yep, that's right where you want to be. Um, hey, did you see that um, the Bears are going to lose a football game in Germany next year? No. Yes. Well, here's hoping they lose every single game because that's the only way that team's ever getting better. <laughs> um, I. Oh, we were talking about The Last of Us earlier. And first, I'll say I've watched all the episodes that have aired. I think there's been like five or six. How are you finding it? It's fine. Um, and I, I think it's good. And I understand why everyone's fallen all over themselves and everything. But I will say, I feel like now, in a weird way, I'm the people who read the Game of Thrones books. I know they're not called Game of Thrones, right? But I'm, no, the I'm series like, is Game of Thrones. I'm like the people well, who... Well, Song of Ice and Fire. You, sure. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I'm like the people who read those books and then watched the TV show, and now they're like, oh, they've changed this, and this is different, and uh, I know everything that's going to happen. You know, I'm like one of these fucking snobs, because I'm watching it, and like, there's the, there's the big hits that are happening that happen in the first game, right? And they're not really hitting me, mm-hmm. because... I already know what's going to happen, you know? So I don't think I'm having that 
visceral reaction the to the show that, okay. that other people are having seen things for the first time. Because we do have uh, uh, one of our listeners is watching through it and is digging the hell out of it. Uh, and I do not believe uh, she played the game. Yeah. And it, yeah, and I, I know someone who's watching and having not played the game as well. And, and they're really enjoying it. And I'm enjoying what I've seen too, but I find it to be like, I don't know. I'm almost more interested in the idea of them getting to, you know, assuming like the show runs however many seasons, right? Eventually they're going to have to get to stories that aren't in the games. And, I mean, are, is it, or is it going to end? Are they I don't doing know. It as a limited series or is it just, cause my understanding, I thought they were only adapting the first season, but I, I basing that off of nothing. Oh, I have no idea. Or the first game, excuse me. No, they're definitely adapting the second game. For sure. That'll be fun. I Yeah, best of luck to them casting Abby because that seems impossible. But you don't even know who I'm talking about because you haven't played the game. But best of luck. No, isn't that... That's who Laura Bailey played, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware. That Um, kind of got pulled into my sphere because there was... People being idiots and, like, coming at her for things that, like, happened in the game. And it was like, what, what is the matter with people? But, go ahead. Well, that's, yeah, and that's going to be a very, I can't even talk about it yeah, without no. spoiling things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, um, no, so I find myself, you know, it's like I'm enjoying it, but I'm not having, like, the big reaction that I'm seeing a lot of people have. Um but it did it did bring up something interesting because you mentioned earlier that someone was watching it and they were uncomfortable with the third episode because there's like a fair amount of dude on dude kissing. And well, and to be fair, the person was is related to one of the dudes. So, but here's here's my thing, and this has nothing to do with dude on dude, girl on girl, guy girl, whatever, anything on TV shows or movies. I'm just kind of generally uncomfortable with kissing on these shows or movies or whatever i don't know like it's always weird to me every time and they don't it's like i feel like there's so few on-screen couples who actually have that actual like electric the good chemistry chemistry right where you actually want to see them get together you know what i mean would you say she hulk and matt murdoch no, that was pretty sweet, but now, but see, that's different. I don't want to see them kiss. I want to see like the ridiculous sex they're having. Oh, because, you want the triple X fuck fest. Oh yeah. Because that's gotta be crazy. Okay. I okay. mean, like how many beds are breaking? That was like, do you remember Luke Cage? Did you ever watch Luke Cage? I did not watch. I watched, I think like the first season of Daredevil and then like the first season of Jessica Jones. Okay. It was, was either, Je- maybe it was Jessica Jones. Was it Jessica Jones where her and Luke Cage were fucking and they like destroyed the bed because they're both so strong. Yes. That's what I want from She-Hulk and Daredevil. I don't need the porn version, but just like have her be She-Hulk and just like the whole room gets demolished. Like that'd be funny. Indeed. That's what I want. Just like on the Halo show, have the girl climb the tree. Climb the like, tree. That'd be funny, man. Climb That's that good tree. TV. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't like Bob, where are you where, where where are you weighing in on this? You know what you need before Bob weighs in? This is where you bring the AI in. You have the machine learning algorithm generate the two actors, but then they like create the passion that the actors themselves are lacking. 
they create the performance for the kissing scenes. I mean, that would be better than some actors. For yes. Sure. Dude, some actors, they kiss each other. It looks like they're kissing their fucking grandmother or something. Like, they, because I mean, they, you're not wrong. Because I think what happens is they're there and it's like, okay, one, I'm acting. I'm not actually in a relationship with this person. So it's weird, even if it's acting. And two, then you don't want to be looking like you're too into it. Because then you go home and your spouse is like, what the fuck, dude? Well, I think that if you're... I know. But you don't but, think there's a lot of problems like that? Oh, thousand percent there are. Somebody sent me a video of... Um, it doesn't even have to do with kissing. It was a, a D&D campaign. The girl was playing uh, with friends in a Zoom-type situation. And her boyfriend was in the room and heard her... Her character was in a relationship with one of the characters in the game. Mm-hmm. And the dude was like, she's cheating on me. <laughs> oh and it's like, buddy, we got to just. Maybe a little insecure there. Let's just, let's just, let's take it down a couple notches here. No, I think if it's, I'm trying to think of any off the top of my head and I'm, I'm failing to, but I think there's good actors out there that. It works. Name me one. Well, that's what I'm Name done, trying to come one. up with it. And the only one that I can think of is a bad one because I don't think, like, they're two both very attractive people, but I don't think Henry Cavill and Anya, uh, whatever the fuck her last name is, I, I think that they run into that issue when it's uh, Yennefer and Geralt in The Witcher. Yeah, see, I don't even remember them, like, having that much chemistry. Because they kind of don't. <laughs> so, Bob, what do you think You know of who's got this? chemistry with everybody? Joey fucking Beatty. But yes, weigh in, please. Bob's like, what were you talking He's about? He's highly shippable. It's wonderful. Go ahead. Highly shippable. Highly shippable. It's a thing. Um, You were I, so loud right there, my ears rang. No, something's <laughs> echoing in here weirdly. Okay, I was about to say. I apologize. But no, no, you're right. I'm glad someone else heard that. What is that, Bob? What did you do? I did everything. Something's you bouncing off up, of something. You fucked up something in this room. Maybe Somehow, it's like bouncing into the hall. Because don't we usually have the door closed? Maybe that's what the problem is. Wouldn't that make it echo more? I don't fucking know. Go ahead, Bob. If we contain the sound. Highly okay, shippable. Whatever. Let's go. Smorching. What is your Do opinion? you enjoy kissing on movies and TV shows? I don't enjoy it. I don't I think really enjoy is the bad. It's, it's like... One way or the other. I mean... I think that I think it's usually kind of awkward. There we go. Name me a couple that has on-screen chemistry. You know what I enjoyed was on the on I can't remember the the Sarah Lance on Legends of Tomorrow was the character's name, Sarah Lance. I liked on Legends of Tomorrow when she would travel through time and fuck various other female historical figures because she was a lesbian. Had a girl. So that was pretty funny. Oh, I mean, that's but, why they canceled see, the show then. <laughs> no, but that wasn't even like I didn't. Too many jo- lesbonics. Yeah, but I wasn't. It wasn't like oh, that's cool. But it's just like this is hilarious that she's like fucking King Arthur's wife and shit. Like this is hilarious. I have come up with an answer to your question. Okay. <laughs> is it bad? <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Jake Peralta and Captain Holt. Did they ever kiss? They never, what are you talking about? They had great chemistry. Did they kiss though? No. Okay. He asked me who has good chemistry. No, for kissing. 
See, it's just like I always say. This that guy was, doesn't fucking listen to the conversation. No, that was malicious compliance right yeah. there. That's what that was. He was following the letter of what you said, not the spirit of what you mm-hmm. said. Because he's a monster. You know what they should start doing? Bring in porn stars just for the kissing scenes. I'm trying to think of solutions. I'm just trying to think of I'm a... solution-oriented, Erica. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if just for the moment we're Geralt and... Um, Yennefer go to kiss. They do a quick cut, and now it's their porn star. It's completely different. It's it's, it's their it's the porn star parody just for this the kissing. This is like some SNL then they nonsense. Lean, then they then they lean <laughs> out of scene, out of screen, and they go back to the normal actors. That would be fucking funny. That would be very funny. We'll see. Maybe Liam has more chemistry with Anya. It could happen. Who the lesser Hemsworth? <laughs> Hemsworth the least. Hemsworth the least. We'll see. We don't know. Uh, maybe. We don't know. Now, if he doesn't have chemistry with her, are we now blaming Geralt and Hemsworth, or are we blaming her? Because that's two. Two hot guys, no chemistry, if that's what happens. Maybe? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you're, you're really hedging your bets here, huh? Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's it's just such a chemistry is such a it's such a hard thing to capture. Mm-hmm. Not if you're Joey Beatty though. He has it with everybody. What you reading, Bob? I I just had to to look up <laughs> the best on screen movie couples with amazing chemistry. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's see. All right. Shoot all these down. I don't know that these are ranked. I think that's just a list. Uh, That's Kate weak. Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, Titanic. She was too old for him in that movie. <laughs> Did you hear that? Apparently, he is unhappy with people saying he only dates young women and then and then dumps them when they get older. Well, then stop doing that. People will stop <laughs> saying it. And that was the reaction. Like, <laughs> there's a very simple solution to your issue, there, Leo. Yeah, have Decaps. you seen like the graphs of it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Hysterical. Creepy, Brad- but funny. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, A Star is Born. Did not see the movie. Didn't see it. George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez, Out of Sight. Didn't see it. Saw that a thousand years ago. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling um, in both Crazy Stupid Love and La La Land. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore in both The Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates. Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal when Harry met Sally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. Sylvester Stallone and Talia Shire and Rocky. Uh, what was the one before that that you weren't even going to try? I, I don't... What's the movie? Blue is the Warmest Color. Uh, never fucking heard of it. Yeah. Those women had chemistry. Blue. When they kissed, they were into it. Okay, there's one. I forgot about that movie. That's a really good movie, but it's also borderline porn. <laughs> Carrie Elways and Robin Wright and The Princess Bride. Denzel Washington and Viola Davis and Fences. Well, that, that's Denzel. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, Joe versus the Volcano and Sleepless in Seattle. Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman in Casablanca. Omar Epps and Sana Lathan, uh, Love and Basketball. Uh, Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy, 
before sunrise. Okay, we can move on. Hold on. There's there's like <laughs> 20 one more. more. <laughs> Cher and Nicolas Cage in Moonstruck. All right, I'm just going to scroll through the last When, I, when I think of on-screen chemistry, I don't know. I think of like, I don't know, Arnold and his various weapons. You know, <laughs> like, I need some good banter. There needs to be good banter. Yeah. Well, hey, that's the thing. Like, I, I never like. I think about good chemistry on screen never has anything to do with romance. Yeah, absolutely. I just think about like you awesome chemistry on screen. John Cena and uh, uh, Idris Elba. Oh, in the suicide. John Cena and CM Punk. They did have great chemistry. Those were some great matches. Well, Lloyd and Yor? Spy Family. Oh, there it is. This Sorry. is what happens when you don't actually watch I the episodes. Know. Sorry, babe. Great chemistry. Hicks and Ripley. Mm. Aliens. No smorching there. No smorching there. But did you two come up with smorching, or is this a thing that I don't know about? I think I just started saying it one day. So you created it, possibly. It's like you, you say nosh. Nosh just kind of came out of nowhere, too. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. You, That's you new. And then the last couple months is nosh. We're going to have a nosh. We're going to have a nosh. And like, I didn't make that up, though. That's a thing. Have a nosh is a thing. Mm-hmm. And I probably didn't make up smorching. I probably picked it up from somewhere. Who knows? Who knows where I pick things up, Alex? Hey. I like have a nosh. We have a little Nash. Never Alex. heard that before? No. Did... You know, we recently took a plane flight. Indeed. Yes. And as a, a grand tradition, uh, I, uh, I, I typically use plane rides to watch movies that I never... <laughs> ever would otherwise watch and then you don't like them because you're watching it on a plane this was a delight because he kept pausing it the ba- Izzy was asleep he kept pausing it and looking over at me as if it was my fault <laughs> the movie he watched was Jurassic World D- Dominion yes which I had seen in the theaters because I make bad life choices and he was like I'm never going to watch this movie and then I happened to look over, and I'm like, oh, he's going for it. He's on a plane. It's happening. <laughs> Not 20 seconds in, this motherfucker has it paused and is staring at the side of my head as if there's a giant, like, bug there that he's trying to tell me about without saying anything. And I feel the, the searing gaze, and I look over, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, man. It's worse than you think. You know what Bob tried to pull a few weeks ago? What did Bob try to pull a few He weeks tried ago? to... Watch your name while he was on an Xbox party talking to people. And I was like, turn off the fucking movie, man. There's no way you're going to like it. You got, that's just, you got to sit there and cry. You got to sit there, watch the movie, and have lots of water because you're going to be dehydrated because you're crying so much. <laughs> yeah, I would not let that injustice stand. Thank you, Alex. Someone had to step in. I appreciate since that. Since the person in the house with him didn't. He's probably sleeping. <laughs> or out. When was this? Hmm? Like a few weeks ago. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he, who fucking knows. 
Speaking of, it was a few weeks ago, I was probably out uh, to dinner and then getting smashed into by some fucking asshole. Car accidents. That was a fun night. You know, maybe that wouldn't have happened if there were more self-driving cars. There's a staring contest <laughs> happening right now. Bob's going to lose. He lost. Yeah. Did you have a nice time when your car got hit, Erica? Oh, yeah, it was great. Stopped yeah. at a stoplight. Just waiting to get home. Mm-hmm. Oh, furious. Mm-hmm. We had a really good, what the fuck? It was great. <laughs> See, that's one of those ones. You know, that person's going to traffic court? I got a summons. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need a witness, or they may not have to pay their fine. And I was like, oh. Uh, you'll, you'll be there. Oh, I'm a petty motherfucker. My ass will be there at 830 in the morning. Oh, my God. See, I would have asked to go with just for the entertainment factor, Too but early. 8.30 in the morning, not worth it. Oh, I've already got a sitter lined up. I was like, oh, I will be there with bells on. Don't you worry. <laughs> Let's see, because the problem was the other driver immediately admitted fault to us, well, what are you gonna to the do? cop. I mean, you don't even need to admit fault. But what happened then, we're pretty sure, is that they went home and the spouse was like, what are you, fucking stupid? And... Hence, we're we're fighting it. I know, but it's like, short of saying your brakes got cut, what like oh my brakes malfunctioned, I couldn't stop. What are you gonna say? Like you hit two cars at a dead stop. You told the cop I was looking at the thing my son was showing me on his phone. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, that is straight up dumb. Yes. Just say I don't know. Um. I mean, look, one way or another, you're you're at fault. But you smashed into the other car. It's your fault. Yeah. And I, I am going to, I'm I going misjudged to make it, how hard I needed to break. It's going to be my life's mission to make sure this dick has to pay their fine. <laughs> Even if it's $5, I don't care. It's the principle. It is the principle of the thing. The inconvenience that I have been through these last two weeks that the car has been in the shop. Did you guys get a rental? Finally. What'd you get? Bob doesn't like Chevy. I do not like Chevy. Have you driven it? Yes. How He's driven it? it more than I, I had have. to drive it around your car to get it in the garage. <laughs> well, I don't apologize. I, I was I sp- how was I supposed to know you weren't home? <laughs> I mean it, it's it's fine. I, I I've never liked Chevy's. I hate the interiors. They just feel very cheap. I just want my fucking car back. Now, here's a question. Okay. You've got the rental. Yes. When you don't need to currently use two cars at the same moment, why drive the rental instead of your own car? Because we only have a car seat in one car right now. So if I'm going, if one of us needs to go somewhere and Izzy's not coming with us, we're going to take the rental because the car seat's not in there. Right? I see. So in case, like, the house starts to burn or something and you got to, like, go. Or just you need to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Doesn't, like, it doesn't need I to like be dramatic, my, Alex. I like my scenario better. It's more fun. <sighs> Someone's got to bring some excitement here to this podcast. Ridiculous. It's just such a pain in the ass. The whole, uh, whole thing has just been 
you're on the phone, like, on hold for hours. Like, hours of my life, Alex. Hours on hold. And you find, oh, they haven't called and filed their claim yet. And it's like, well, what the fuck? You call her now. I will hold. Call her now and figure this shit out. Well, what are you... What are you waiting for? Well, you have a month to file a claim. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not waiting a whole fucking month to get my car fixed, so let's go. Well, at least your car didn't get totaled, because that would have sucked. Well, we'll see. I haven't heard anything yet, so because they haven't gotten like into it yet. Mm. So there's always the possibility. Well, the best was, so the entire reason um, you got dragged into this whole scenario... Well, no, you got dragged in the whole scenario because I went to go to help. But the reason your involvement was extended, we should say, was because driving back from the scene of the accident, the car looked okay, but it overheated pretty shortly after uh, en route home. So I got, you know, we ended up having it towed to a shop and, you know, I... Yeah, you know, it, it was a nice like three hour ordeal. It, it was, was fun. F- it's fucking. Sorry. I was there for most of it. <laughs> Just so annoying. Very helpful. Very appreciated. Yeah, you know, it was very difficult work, but someone had to do it. But the annoying thing was, we get it to the shop, and this is all just because the insurance was dragging their feet. They were like, "Oh, the car's drivable." So you're going to have to come. We were in Florida when they called me and said this, and they're like, "Oh, you're going to have to come pick it up because it's drivable, and we don't have the." Insurance hasn't come through yet. We can't have it on the lot because we've got too many cars. And I was like, well, it's not drivable. Husband tried to drive it and it overheated immediately. Yeah. Oh, well, our guy took it out. That didn't happen. I'm like, your guy did not take it out. That's not a thing that happened. I realized what you're doing. Go drive it in a circle for an hour. Get back to me. Not even an hour. For like five minutes. I was like, I know what you're just saying this to get me to get on with insurance to get the kick their ass in gear. Because then the next week, the guy came back with the estimates, and it's like, oh, the coolant is on there. Shocking. <laughs> you don't say. No shit. So it's it's been an enormous pain in the ass. Oh, it's never going to be easy. No. Not, well, nothing can ever be simple, right? Whenever you're you're dealing with idiocy and then the bureaucracy of insurance. At least they were insured. Well, yeah, that's good. So... Good times. Right. Well, you got anything else? Bed. Hey, I think I promised this last time we were on the podcast and we finished up and no one gives a shit, but it took me one month of arguing with Comcast, but I did get those fucks to fix my internet. I think you mentioned that last time, didn't you? Well, I said, yeah, I mean, you know, it's so annoying. Why can't AT&T be in my neighborhood? They're a block away, Erica. One block. Oh, that's frustrating as shit, man. One block, man. They're like two blocks from you. But it's uh, fixed now. You're good. No more packet loss. Yeah, pretty much. Good. It gets it's it, right around like the, the peak hours at night. It gets like worse, but not bad enough to be noticeable. Well, that's good. Because there is nothing more infuriating than your Internet just like not well, working. Well, it really is a utility and it oh, should be treated. It, it should be treated as such, but it won't be because money. Well, because money and just a misunderstanding of, you know, there's this archaic way of looking at the way the world works, and it's like, well, it doesn't work that way anymore. 
Things have changed. You need to update things as things change. But we don't like to do that. It's America. It's probably Fuck yeah. It, it's probably chat GDP or whatever the fuck. What's it called? Chat GPT. GPT? Believe so. You could literally it's, say it's, anything and I'd be it's like, pr- yes. It's probably, of, you know, it's probably them who I was talking to, like, on tech support with Comcast. But even that even that algorithm is just trained to be fucking worthless. <laughs> Whenever I get on with, like, oh, the automated system, I'm just like, zero, zero, zero. I want, just let me talk to somebody. This automated shit is nonsense. Please let me talk to somebody. It's the one nice thing about the other person's insurance is I've got the... Uh, you get the phone number that'll send you to, like, the generic, like, whatever the fuck. But then I have the uh, uh, extension for the adjuster. And I've never spoken to this adjuster who this extension is supposed to go to. It always sends me to somebody else. But whenever I use the extension, I get somebody right away. So I'm like, outstanding. <laughs> I don't need to talk to Gloria or whatever the fuck her name is. Just get me on with someone. Ke- so I Ken can- in India. Right. It's always it's always like a name from Street Fighter, but the person's clearly from Pakistan or something. <laughs> Your name isn't Mary. <laughs> um. Oh, Bob. You know this. You you look like you're about to die, so we'll end this podcast. But I you you read, do like it's it's in the last five minutes. Like I thought I was. You've tired. decayed rapidly. You have. <laughs> you look exhausted. Are you okay? I think so. Bob's sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've s- still got to do 25 squats, 50 mountain climbers, and two minutes of wall sit. Let's see, I'm going to bed as soon as this is done. <laughs> I tired. I uh, saw that T-Mobile, I guess, rolled out a firmware update to their home internet modems, mm-hmm. and they bricked, like, thousands of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> like, people had to go into the stores and get them replaced and shit. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Nice. That sounds done. fun. How would you like to just have your internet stop working? And it's actually the box. Now, see, luckily, that's an easy solution. When there's a co- there, when there's a fucking cable fucking three blocks away from your home that's damaged, that's not an easy solution. Because you know, Erica, the problem's in your home. Well, it's your fault, Alex. Yeah. So it's user error. Mm-hmm. See, uh, that? that's actually one of the things I kind of like about this Verizon just wait Bob until the problem is at their fucking wireless tower good luck getting them to admit that (laughs) well here's the thing though if the problem is at the tower every Verizon customer who connects to that tower will be having problems maybe well you'll be lower priority than the cell phone customers so you don't know Maybe because you're low priority, you and the other four people who have Verizon Home Internet will be the only ones to notice. And when you guys call, they're gonna say, Oh, it's four of you. Now, Fuck off. Erica, do you get the do you get the sense that I like that he's salty that like <laughs> we don't have Comcast anymore. Yeah. I appreciate I'm not that. salty. You're a little salty. He's I'm not a little salty. salty. A little hey, bit. if you want substandard internet, that's your decision. Hey, it's it doesn't affect fine. me. It's been great. You know, the other day, Erica texted me. She's like, you know, I can tell that this internet is 5 ms slower. Oh, yeah. That definitely sounds like something I would say. <laughs> you, know, you know how that would be phrased, Alex? AO3 isn't loading fast enough. Erica mad. <laughs> Erica smash. 
puny mans and phones not making out Erica smash. You won't like Erica when she's angry. <laughs> oh, wait, is, there it goes. Is, which is very true. Yeah, yeah. I will also say I did my 15-day trial of Visible, and mm-hmm. I was pretty happy with it. Did you switch over? Not yet. Oh, of course. I'd not. like her to try it before I switch us so that, you know, if <laughs> so it's, if terrible, it's terrible, terrible, it won't be his fault. Right. <laughs> we can share the blame. It is weird. I don't understand why that's so cheap. It's weird. Because Verizon's expensive. Like, when you go look at Verizon, two phones is like... The plan alone is like a hundred and something dollars a month. It's crazy. It's like AT&T. come and like take his kidney or something. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, something, something's gonna happen. I don't know what it's gonna be. He's gonna go on one of his fucking running excursions, and the phone's not gonna work. Well, you're gonna get redacted. You'll be gone. Need a Garmin inreach. No, you don't. Uh, he's gonna use the visible thing to justify other purposes to compensate for the fel- cell phone brilliant you know you got to well, give it to bob he's always thinking two steps ahead hey you know another purchase at rei incoming <laughs> sorry <laughs> you act like i i just live at rei well i would suggest not going down that path of conversation <laughs> just you know just gonna whip that out there <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> lighten the fuse right before I leave. Hey, I do. I did. I did want to bring up something. See, Bob, I told you I'm good at this. <laughs> that um, I uh, made some improvements in my home office. Oh yeah, yes. You got a TV? No. Hmm. I think you already have a TV in there, don't you? little fold down guy that doesn't with count. the dvd player yeah that doesn't count no um it's a screen <laughs> i decided to um to so izzy likes to play that in um in the office sometimes and she'll like to like to be under the desk of course she does you know where all the power mm-hmm. is so um, i was thinking i was looking at it i was thinking about it i was like you know this everything that was there, you know, all the surge protectors, all that shit, basically was all what the previous owner had put had down there. It was all old as shit, and it looked like a fire hazard. Um, but you know, when I set it up, I was just like, I just need to get it set up, and one day I'll go deal back with it and, later. Yeah. Well, I finally decided to deal with it. And I, one of the things I've been wanting um, for that is a uh, an uninterruptible power supply. So uh, I took a look, and I ended up picking up two UPSs. Mm-hmm. I've got one over with the Wi-Fi router and the Verizon gateway. Um, and then, and that's all, those are the only two things I have plugged into the battery on that one. Of course, it's got like a normal, a couple of normal surge outlets. I got other stuff plugged into. And then I've got a big boy that I've got my, my work, my docking station, my 
my monitors plugged into and i'm very excited for this you want the power to go out i kind of do how long are these supposed to last if the power does go out so um if i did the math right the hopefully this was real math and not bob math yes oh i remember bobmath.com no no one does <laughs> no if I did the math right, I should get at least two hours wow. on the internet and then about an hour on my workstation. I mean, it's, yeah, it's better than nothing. So my my kind of, I mean, most power outages are real short too. Well, and also if your power goes out, that actually gives you an opportunity then to maybe cleanly get out of things. Exactly. Rather than just like, boom, I'm out. Yeah. In you know the use in the use case I had, if I, if I didn't work from home, maybe I'd do the UPS for the the home internet. But but the the thing that I was thinking about more was like. I don't want to ever be like in the middle of like a really important zoom sure. for work. And then suddenly the power goes out and I'm just, <sniffs> and no one. Yeah. This is fuck. like, this is like the zoom to decide who gets fired and then you get disconnected. So now you're fired. <laughs> right. So I was like, this would be, this will be, per so, you know, even if, even if, because, I mean, I've got two monitors. I've got a docking station, which is plugged into my laptop. You know, even if it only lasted 10 minutes, which... It'll still be something. It, it's enough for me to be able to throw it into the chat window. Hey, my, my power went out. out. Yeah. I got to switch to laptop. Give me two seconds. So Instead of just... Cut. Cutting out. Let, let's let's talk about what's important though. When you did all this, did you cable manage? Did you get everything like tied up underneath the desk so it'd be off the floor and out of sight? Yes. Okay. Well, mostly. So I didn't want. I wanted. What I did is I've hid most of the cables uh -huh. on the desk, but behind my monitors, hmm. so you really can't see them. There's only really one spot you can see the cables, and there's really just no way around it. You're going to have to show me this. Well, you, well, I'll take you up. I'll show you. Okay. Well, on that note, important things to do. Cables. Cables. Hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.